0: Welcome to Conservative Patriot Nation, new members and returning members. Tonight we have two outstanding guests. Uh, we'll be going over Maria Orzik, and V. Lynn is the great granddaughter of Maria and Mike is her husband. Um, he also has information that we can all learn from as well for, about Maria. And then we'll go into the state that we are in in our country as well. Um, these two guys are patriots. Um, I'm not sure if you guys watched the reckoning event that went on with Juan Savin and uh, the baby Trump and all those good guys there. Um, v. Lynn and Mike attended that event as well. So before we start the show, I'd like to recognize a couple of our sponsors, Mike Lindell and My Pillow. Uh, there's a lot of great things on that site. And every patriot that can go out and support Mike and My Pillow is going back to the country because he's investing back into our freedoms as well. And if you use promo code CPNN, you can get up to sixty-six percent off your purchase. And if you go to ZStack.com, Doctor Zelenko left us a lot of great immune system boosters. Um, he they also just dropped a new one for the kids. Um, they've got the Z Stack and Z Detox. I highly suggest to go to Zstack.com, use promo code CPN. You can get up to five percent off your purchase. And last but not least, I'd like to recognize Dr. Kevin Connors. Um, I know someone personally that is her daughter is five years cancer free, and he has the Royal Rife machines that is tuned to the right frequency to heal and if you go to shop.connorsclinic.com you'll see four day bags emf to fight against the radiation and the emf ear bugs etc etc in the search button you can type in the rife machine and that'll pop up he also has books for those to fight against the cancer And you can use promo code CPN and you'll get 5% off your purchase as well. But last but not least, I'd like to bring on VLAN and her husband, Mike. And I noticed, Mike, you spell your your name, M-I-C, just like me. And I'm like, wow, that's awesome.
1: Yeah, except it's Mick. It's not Mike.
2: Yeah, he goes by Mick.
1: There
2: you go. (laughs) Sorry
0: about that.
1: (laughs) Don't worry about it. It's the Irish. It's the old... uh... I, I'm trying to make a ploy off of something that is uh, technically considered cancel culture, I guess, compliant. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> That's funny because uh, my cousin, he's well, OK, so I'm black, Sicilian and Polish and my cousin, I'm a Sicilian side. He's Sicilian and Irish and he loves both cultures to death and he knows all the history. And I had a fantasy football back when I was in the football. I don't watch the shit now, you know, with all the racist crap in the division. But his fantasy football name was (laughs) McWop. Like, oh, damn.
1: Man, he's just trying to piss them all off. He's just trying to get them all in one fell
3: swoop.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. You know, if you can't have a sense of humor now, I mean... We got to go in the, you know, in the future in this country, we we've got to change the dynamics and and just kill what these evil bastards are just trying to create. I mean, it's it's crazy, and, and I know you guys are like full into it. You guys are boots on the ground, and um, I well, don't they, know, man.
2: They they've been they've been planning this and they've been trying to kill us for a very very long time, um, since before World War Two um, I, I'm really interested in this, this Connors Clinic. Let me ask you the spelling of Connors Clinic. Is it C-O-N-N-O-R or C-O-N-N-E-R or C-O-N-O-R? What, what's the spelling of that?
0: Uh, it's C-O-N-N-E-R. Okay. Connors um, Clinic. Yep.
2: Because, uh, we've, we, we kind of, we had a rough summer. We, we lost someone very near and dear to us and it kind of shoved that, that, big black pill down our throats for a while. And we'd been on a path to try and find some healing, especially through frequencies and things like that um, it, until that happened. And uh, and I think maybe part of the reason that happened was to throw us off that path and we need to get back on it most definitely. So I'm very interested to, to learn more about his uh, frequency healing apparatus. So I'm familiar with dealing with cancer through uh b seventeen apricot seeds or um anti parasitic medications um alkaline diets, things like that heavy oxygenated environments cancers don't thrive in but uh yeah frequencies yeah,
0: absolutely Fascinating. absolutely I got me some m m s at my house as well but um mm-hmm. the first interview that we had with dr Connors how he explained it and and I guess the military took this. Technology and they were trying to make it to where they can give people anthrax. And he's like, You know how powerful God is? He made it to where this frequency destroys diseases and viruses you cannot create. And he explained how every disease and virus is a frequency. Mm -hmm. And there's some people out there that try to make royal rife machines, but they're not, they don't have the knowledge to tune the right frequencies to each illness and I can just tell you this. I know a person, her daughter had stage four cancer spread throughout her whole body. And when she's telling me the story, I'm like, Oh shit. I'm thinking in my head, like, Oh my God, her daughter's dead. Like I had so many family members pass away from cancer and stage four, you, you know, you hear six months to a year if that, and yeah. I'm like, is your daughter, daughter's still alive just like that and she's like oh yeah with a smile and I'm like whoa and I'm like what and she's like yeah and then she's like yeah she was healed with this frequency device and I just like a month or two prior I just learned about the Royal Rife machine and how he discovered uh, how the, the, the frequency would kill cancer cells they would just burst and I'm like, please tell me like, how that happened. And she's told me about the machine. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. And a voice hit me in the head and was like, you can't leave here without getting this doctor's information. People need to hear this. People need to know this. And with further discovery, I, I'll send you the newspaper article. Another woman in Kenosha, Wisconsin, was here. Well, I don't want to say that because, you know, Mm -hmm. big pharma. But anyway, this lady is now cancer free as well. And it's a newspaper article and you can look at all the testimonies, but I'll definitely, I'll, I will hook you up with Dr. Connors too. If you guys would be interested in bringing them on.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. I'd I'd love to bring them on. That'd be very interesting. That would be
0: very interesting. I
1: I would uh, enjoy that as well. I, I, that, it's interesting just in the name alone. I mean, if you think about the Spider-Man references alone and the, uh, it, it, in the science fiction part of realm of it, uh, that alone with it is very interesting that he carries an idea that it's, um, uh, anti-vax kind of like the thought that like, hey, look, not everything can be solved by science. Some things, you got to well, kind of
2: live magic to the is, man
1: upside, uh, upstairs. What,
2: what did we What did we tell our son yesterday? That because uh, he asked if we believed in magic, and I said absolutely, because magic is just science unexplained, or science exactly. is exactly magic explained.
0: You know, what? and it, it does. It doesn't help with, and and I know this is probably really touchy for a lot of people, but I apologize, guys, but. As far as religion, they really kill the divide of learning those healing techniques, and you know they may call like the like the frequency magic. I mean, I put that on my family. My family has a, like a Facebook group, and I put about Dr. Connors on there, and I'm going to tell you the backlash that I got. Because it doesn't align with their matrix beliefs. It, it's, it's crazy. You know. Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. They're they're so they're trapped in a box. Like I feel like they're they're all just trapped and they can't. If if you give them a glimpse outside the box, they freak out. You know, it's like um, it's like when you cage a dog for its entire life. From the time it's born, from the time it's a puppy, and you never let it out of that cage. And then one day you decide you're gonna let that dog have freedom and it won't leave. It's terrified.
0: Yeah. No, no, no. no, I I, I
2: argue that one
1: because, and the reason I argue that is is because it does depend on the dog. dog dog. For instance, we had Roger. Roger was a military working dog. He never knew what a bed was. He never knew what a couch was. He had no idea. He'd never been on a couch. The only thing he knew is that concrete felt good.
2: Never met a child. Never met a cat. Came to our house, found all of those things. Never really didn't get out of our bed after that. Yeah.
1: And never left the bed because once he realized that he could get in the bed, he's just like, oh, you assholes are going to let me stay here? Watch this. Good luck getting me the fuck out of here. He
2: was great. We had him for eight years and he was absolutely amazing. But it took some time for him to adjust. At first, he bit everybody in the house except for me because I was his mom and he was in my head. Um, but uh, yeah, he was he was a great dog. But, you know, they say if you want to have a child, you should start with a puppy. And there's a reason for that because...
1: Dogs require that much attention.
2: Well, Kids require that much attention. And training a dog is very similar to training a child. Yeah. Uh, You can train them with fear and anger and um, you can keep them cowed and indoctrinated and... Tempered. Yeah. and, And never teach them how to think for themselves. Or you can raise them with love and compassion and discipline and independence and all of those things go together. If you think that love and compassion and discipline and independence don't go together, trust me, discipline and independence go together better than anything else. Because if you don't teach your child discipline from the time that they're young, how can you ever trust them to be independent when they're older?
1: Independence is is a learned thing. It's not it's not taught. You have to learn it. You have to learn it from someone else. You can't just
2: at least teach if you're it. gonna be good at
1: it. Yeah. It's I mean, so about, true. Yeah. Think about any one of your jobs that you've ever had your whole entire life, any job you've ever owned you've, or you've ever done. It always required independent thought on your own. Like, how do you get ahead? Where do you go? What do you do? How do you get promoted? Well, that requires independent thought. And that requires ambition, which most people don't have anymore. And that's another failure of mankind, of I guess. Yeah. Or yeah, of well, society, I guess, naturally.
2: And, and, it it doesn't it hasn't it hasn't started recently. This isn't a new thing. My grandpa told me um and that's not Maria's son. My grandmother was maria's daughter, but um and we'll we'll get to that story in a second, but my grandpa told me literally on his deathbed that they did not get rid of the Nazis that the Third Reich did not lose um that they infiltrated our society they've been ruling over us for the last 75 years and it's going to be up to us to fight them and finish the war that he couldn't and we've been preparing for this for 15 years since then really
0: um you know it's really funny uh i was just listening to a William Tompkins interview um, with Carrie Cassie. I'm not sure if you listened to that one. I, I can't remember if I sent that to you, but he talked about your grandmother in there too. and Admiral Ricabada and some American uh, Navy men that was. Their job was to go. See what your grandmother and them were doing, and come back with the intel. Um, but anyway, he kind of said the same thing. Uh, during that war, he says it just they just stopped, and next you know they just start shipping the Nazis to Here. Moscow, to America, and all over the place. But mm-hmm. basically, the same thing you said.
2: Yeah, it, and and it's true. So, um, so my grandfather was the son of the bastard son of King Ludwig of Bavaria. So King Ludwig of Bavaria built New Schwanstein Castle. He founded the Bavarian Illuminati in 1776. He never had any legitimate heirs. He had a series of mistresses that he constructed little mini castles for all over Bavaria. And he would go from castle to castle and visit his mistresses one after another. And he had a string of bastard children, most of which they didn't track. They were Loosely acknowledged, like they knew that they were their children, but they weren't formally acknowledged. Um, By the time he got married, by the time King Ludwig got married, he had syphilis and he died and couldn't father any legitimate children with his wife, who was a cousin. Um, And something I always like to clear up in discussions like this, because everyone always talks about how come all the royals always intermarried? And what people don't understand is that the majority of the royal families in Europe are RH negative. When an RH negative woman has a baby with an RH positive man, that baby will die every single time. And about half the time the woman dies as well. So in order to even be able to have children, an RH negative woman had to marry an RH negative man. And the only way that they knew that before they had blood testing was to marry their cousins. That's it. It was the only way to perpetrate to continue the race because there are two races on this planet and it has nothing to do with color, where you come from or anything like that. That's all superficial bullshit. There are two races. that is RH negative and RH positive. It's about the blood. It's always been about the blood and that's it. RH negatives are somewhere between 5 to 15% of the population. RH positives make up the rest of the population. So when an RH negative woman who... Now, you know, there are heavy populations in the Celtic Islands, in Germany, in um, parts of France, places like that. But our our body, our blood, I mean, our body's entirely different. Our blood is copper based rather than iron based. Um, Our cholesterol is entirely different. Like our bodies work entirely differently. We we actually tend to either soak up energy or put out energy. Um, We have a stronger personal electromagnetic field than other people do um so we're literally a different race quite literally a different race in more ways we are different from rh positives than any person with dark skin is different from any person with light skin so um so that's that's why royal families intermarry so but an rh negative man can have A baby with an rh positive woman with no difficulty and that baby has a 50 50 shot of being rh negative okay so um king ludwig had a series of bastards and those bastards had children and they retained their castles in bavaria they're they're the the women the mistresses who bore children to king Ludwig, were allowed to keep their castles as their family homes, their estates, and any jewelry, furniture, et cetera, anything that was given to them as a gift, um, they were allowed to keep. So all of his mistresses ended up relatively wealthy. You know, their families were were well off. Even though they bore a bastard child, it didn't carry the same stigma that it did in because they were royal. So it didn't really matter. Like no one cared, right? Um, But... Coming up to World War II, to the Anschluss, one of the primary drivers of World War II that people don't understand, was to kill the bastard children, to kill the royal bloodlines that they did not control. And so they started going after them, but because they hadn't really been tracked, they didn't know where everyone was. But my grandfather's family was pretty prominent. They were in Vienna at that time, had a big restaurant in Vienna, um, and my grandfather had six sisters and maria maria was the well she had gone from hungary to uh to munich in bavaria and uh that's where she she got up with the Thule society but she really didn't like them and so she helped found the real society um anyway so uh hitler was Kind of on the outskirts of the Thule Society, he was interested in a lot of their ideas, especially the technology that they were developing, Um, but he wanted more control of it. And he was very charismatic. He was a a brilliant man, um, very well-spoken and uh, enchanting almost from what her journal said. And so where she didn't really trust him 100 percent, she was interested in him. She saw him as a a charismatic, rising leader that could potentially help her achieve her goals, Uh, which her primary goal was to give free energy to all of Germany. Um, Well, to all of Europe. But obviously that didn't happen. Um, So when she found out about Hitler's plans to decimate the bastard royal families. She went and found all of them that she could and she warned them. So one that she found was my grandfather. So she went and she warned my grandfather that Hitler was coming for them, for his whole family, and that they should get out of Austria as soon as possible. And he collected as many of his sisters as he could, and they left just before the Anschluss, and they went to the U.S., um, to New York. And he joined the army, sort of. Actually, he joined the OSS. Well, this is kind of where Mick picks up because Mick, Mick, and my grandfather had a very, very strong relationship. But we often didn't had no idea what they were talking about because they always spoke in Polish or Russian or Bulgarian. Or my grandfather spoke a slew of languages, and so does Mick. So they would always speak. No, we spoke German in german well i understand mostly german so there was a lot of times you spoke in a language that i did not understand
1: no that's when we were spoken speaking in swedish but we did that just because your mom and your sisters would try to kin- keep up they with speak us german
2: as well yes yeah. so um so anyway so my grandpa told mick the story about how he came to because my all right so i i grew up on stories of World War II and none of my cousins were interested and really my parents, my aunts, my uncle, they really weren't interested, but I was fascinated. And I spent every summer with my grandparents and I would always pester my grandpa to tell me stories about the war and to tell me stories about our history. And we spent, when I was a child, we spent two years in London. Uh, I spent a whole summer in Germany, uh, in Bavaria with our family, went to the family castle many, many, many times, found Maria's journal, Taught myself to read German. I spoke it a lot because my grandma always spoke it at me. Um, But I taught myself to read German so I could understand Maria's journal better. And uh, so I I read the whole thing. But it it never made sense to me when my grandpa told me that in the middle of the war, he went on vacation in Germany, in Bavaria, to some, like... like ski resort. And he met my grandma who was a hairdresser and he fell in love with her and he married her and he sent her back to the States. And that never made sense to me because how the fuck do you go to Germany in the middle of the war when you're supposedly an American soldier? Like that just didn't make sense to me. So, um, so anyway, so after my grandpa died, um, I I finally, one day I asked Nick that question and he said, Oh, well I asked your grandpa that question a long time ago. I never knew. I never, I don't know why you never did. And so here was the answer. He worked for the OSS. Which, what was the OSS?
1: Office of Special Security. It was the, essentially, it was the Special Forces before the Special Forces were Special Forces. And they were, essentially, he went in there, um, what he told me, he, in a discussion that we had, um, in one of those said languages. Uh, we talked about it, and I he told me that uh, he had gone back. Um, he had been recruited in the Army. In um, his recruitment in the Army, they asked him if he knew any languages. Um, he told him that he spoke Austrian. Well, um, German. Spoke, no, he spoke Austrian. He also spoke German. And when he spoke German, he spoke with a hint of Bavarian. So they were automatically interested in him. He got sent forward to another unit that was never declared to him, in which uh, he told me that a German speaker had come out and asked him 13 questions, exactly 13 questions. And each line had um, 17 phrases in which he was to respond to, and he knew exactly what they were doing. They were testing his language ability, and he knew exactly how they were testing him. So he's just like, I don't understand why this is going on, but he answered the questions. And then he said, okay, can I ask now what's going on? And finally, somebody told him, he's like, yeah, you've just been recruited basically in the the afore, aforementioned time frame. Before America got into the war. Before America even knew what the CIA was going to be, he was essentially recruited into the CIA. And at that point. Um, because of where his family was and the fact that it was so far and deep in Austria and where in the mountains it was and how far it was not from Birches Garden and or from the Eagle's Nest. Immediately, America said, absolutely. Go right back ahead. Go get your family. Why did they do that? Because they basically said, hey, look, we're going to pay for you to go back over there, but you're going to tell us everything you see and everything you do and everyone you interact Mm -hmm. with while you're there trying to get your family
2: out of Germany. And that is going to be your natural cover for why you're there. And they knew exactly who he was and they knew exactly who Maria was and they knew what his connection to Maria was. And how do I know this? Because he changed his name. They changed his name. So our original family name that comes from Ken Ludwig is not my mother's maiden name. He changed his name to a name that is so rare that there, I don't think that there are any others that I'm aware of, maybe one somewhere else. It's not a a regular family name. And I always asked him, what is our name, man? What is our, what does our name mean? And he said, it means wise man or wise ass which is why I chose it. And I was like, what do you mean why you chose it? And he never answered that one either. They always like slipped these little things, these little hints in, these little clues when I was a kid, like to see if I would pick it up, right? And and I did, but then he wouldn't answer the question. So when he went back, what they didn't know and what no one knew was that Maria had a daughter. Now the real society knew that Maria had a daughter, but they thought that, they, that she had been sent to... The Virgin Islands. Um, they actually thought that she'd been sent away with a, a very close confidant of Maria's uh, who left shortly after the baby was born to go to the Virgin Islands in the middle of the night. She did that on purpose because she that was, was
1: uh, Tammy Infarid uh was her last her. name. Infereed was she left in mm-hmm. the middle of the night. Her last name was Infarid, I believe. I believe it was Tammy Infarid and she left and in, in the middle of the night and she did check into the Virgil Island. There's yeah, actually the her name. Yeah. She signed in and everything yeah, else. And yeah. she said plus two, which is an odd mm-hmm. number because normally you don't put that unless you're putting baggage.
2: So but she didn't bring the baby with her. Um that was a that was a a cover as it were a uh um what's the word a decoy there you go a decoy she hid the baby in plain sight she hid the baby in Garmisch Garmisch parten Kirchen right at the base of the Juxbets, uh, which sits on the Bavarian Austrian border with a close family friend and my grandmother was raised in Garmisch not knowing that Maria was her mother, actually thinking Maria was just a family friend who came to visit all the time. She didn't find out that Maria was her mother until my my grandfather showed up looking for her. Now, my grandfather knew that Maria was her mother because when Maria came to warn my grandfather, she said, if there's anything you can do to come back and get my daughter out, I need you to do it. That is the promise that I'm going to, to take from you. To save your family, I need you to save my daughter. So... My grandma had no idea she was Maria's daughter. She was adopted and she didn't know it. She didn't know until
1: almost she was like 74 years no, old. No, no.
2: She didn't She didn't know until she was until my grandpa went together. Yeah. With Maria. So well, she wasn't. No,
1: no, she still wasn't aware of it then. She didn't know. She wasn't fully aware of who Maria Orsic was until she was almost 74 years she old. She
2: didn't put two and two together. Correct. She found out that Maria was her mother, but she didn't know that Maria was Maria. Yeah. Right? Like, I didn't know Maria was Maria until two years ago. I just thought you know maria was my grandmother like my great-grandmother i had i had no idea like it was anyway so um my grandpa went back and he went to this resort where my grandmother was working and he did marry her and he got her pregnant he sent her back to the states but he sent maria with her um and that's what most people don't know. This is when Maria supposedly built a spaceship and disappeared. No, she didn't build a spaceship. She did build the first anti-gravity machine. She did build the Bell um, and the Vril, which were, they essentially look like UFOs and they do have uh, anti-gravity engines. And I've seen the plans for them in her own handwriting. Um, But Anyway, so she didn't fly away to space. My grandfather went back. He rescued both my grandmother, and he married her, and Maria, and he sent them both to the States. And Maria went to Tennessee. My grandmother went to New York to my grandfather's family, and Maria went to Tennessee, and she founded the Rural Society in Tennessee. There is still an active Rural Society in the United States. Um, I, I it's in Tennessee. I've, I've spoken with them on many, many, many occasions. They've invited me to be a member. Um, I've had to decline because I am a keeper of a secret that is not mine, and there cannot be any secrets in the Pearl Society. It literally, physically, cannot be any secrets in the Pearl Society because they are telepathic. So when Presently. they can get into your head, you cannot keep secrets from them. And as it's not my secret to give up, I I, I can't do that at this time. So maybe in the future. Um, so Maria went to Tennessee. And about two years later, so it would have been nineteen forty-six or forty-seven. She went back after the war. She went back to Germany to try and find some of her sisters from the Royal Society in no, Germany. Eight and
1: nine. It was after. It was after Berlin. Okay, yeah,
2: Um, and uh, she was up in the mountains, and she, they. Oh, uh, some Russian sh- soldiers or some Nazis came upon her and shot her in the back, and she died in the mountains.
1: No, Russians did. It was okay. Russian soldiers that killed her. That's um, what your dad told me, at least.
2: So, yeah. Or your grandfather. So uh, so Maria did die in in the mountains in 1949, having come back to the United States, founding the v- Vril society here in the States, um, and then went back to Germany to try and save her sisters and was unsuccessful.
0: yeah your grandmother's story like i just discovered her when i was listening to the williams Tompkins interview which he worked for the navy and he was with the aerospace and he did some things for the apollo for the bell housing group
1: yes you're talking about the bell housing group and you're talking about why our spaceship for uh the apollo moon missions looked so much like the bell housing that was used in the uh belt the uh, the bell one and then the, the bell one mm-hmm. and the bell two yeah
0: yeah and i heard and i'm like oh my goodness like i felt drawn i don't know i don't know what it was i felt <laughs> drawn to her story and i'm like this is like a i love mysteries and i love my awakening as well because i think that is something that a lot of people need to learn about and know about and he talked about how she was in contact with the nordics and this is where she was getting her information to build this craft and i believe she was her job was to help some of those innocent people out there in germany and he also and i want to clarify this because there's a, a woman out there named marina seren that is, I guess she's a part of the real society and, and all this other good stuff. And I'll we, send you information.
2: We and, and her friend um, were speaking out of turn and they have been uh, cast out of the real society, rejected and are never welcome back in there again.
0: Oh, wow. Good yes.
2: Know that. She yes. she didn't say the right thing. She things. was she was speaking about things that she is not allowed to be speaking about.
1: Long long story, but going back to what you were saying, if you go back to the Apollo craft, right? If you if you look at the Apollo Craft and you look at the bell design, right, and you put the two right side by side, they almost look exactly alike. The only difference is one's fat on the top where one's skinny on the top, where the other is fat on the top, and the other <laughs> one is fat on the bottom where the other one's skinny on the bottom. The only difference is that. They're upside down. That's it. And the only difference is, is what. The bell crafts were designed to do as compared to what the Apollo missions were compared, uh, designed to do or supposedly designed to do. If you actually believe we went in outer space, because I don't believe we did that either. I believe that was all played out in the Nevada desert, letting everybody else see it. Hey, look, we were on the moon. No, we weren't. We were in the Nevada desert playing around the desert. So, That's it. But if you look at the design of the craft, the craft tells you everything you need to know about who and there's a doctor his name was um oh my god I, I just had it on the tip of my tongue um oh jesus fucking a uh store um stroganoff i believe or stroganaut was the first doctor that they pulled out of germany the first one to work in nasa and his name uh, it was stroganaut was his last name I'm trying to remember his name first name and i'm trying to remember the movie because uh um, carl or franz probably it was, it was franz
3: because <laughs> franz <laughs> yeah.
1: remember remember or tom Heineken. do you remember uh no tom uh, tom hanks yeah, because they brought the I mean,
2: Apollo, yeah, 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 in Apollo, Apollo 13, thirteen,
1: yeah, in Apollo thirteen, they brought the original guys that designed the mm-hmm. yeah, actual Apollo missions, yeah. and they brought them back, and yep. they were Germans, and they were not frauds, mm-hmm. and I remember frauds, ah, mm-hmm. and they were laughing, and he's like shaking his hands, he's like, yeah, this is gonna work this time, like, oh shit, it didn't work on Apollo one, but. Okay. Apollo yeah. 13, it's going to work. But he, too, tracks back to your mm-hmm. grandmother yeah. because the last name is actually a scientist back then. And I haven't been able to confirm whether or not that she's had or that scientist had confirmation or significant interaction with Maria Orsik. But I have found that they were around at the same time. And he had the same type of idea for a spacecraft that supposedly could transit not only space but time at the same time and maria's or maria Orsic's craft the bell craft was supposed to transit both at the same time It's supposed to fold space and time together
2: so uh, maria didn't the nordics i mean i guess not the way that we think of the nordics where she got her information from reading her journal even as a child and i was nine or 10 when I read her journal and I had no idea who she was. Right. Um, I mean, it it read like. A romance novel crossed with a science fiction book, and. I mean, I really thought it was like a, a collection of like short stories or, or fiction, um, even though it was written as a journal, because I couldn't even believe at 10 years old, I could not comprehend that this actually happened. But at the same time, I knew it actually happened. You know what? I, if you you know what I mean? Like, I understood that it was real, but it was so outside my scope of reality, especially at that age, that it literally blew my mind. But there were entire passages in her journal, uh, which I, I reached out to my cousins in Germany to ask them to try and find it. I know exactly where it is um, to send it to me, but they're not allowed to travel right now and haven't been allowed to travel for quite some time. Um, it's, it's pretty rough over there. So we'll see if I can get my hands on it or if we can even get back there at some point and get it. Um, but uh, Maria's, most of her information, all of the technical stuff was all channeled from what she called the Vril and that's where the Vril Society came from the vrilla are an entirely different race of people isn't Uh,
0: it like the vrilla the yes
2: yes the vrilla v-r-i-l-y-a the vrilla um the Vrilla is the race uh the Vrill is the plural almost like anyway um the real is also the source. It is the, the energy that the Vorellia use to manipulate the reality of the physical world around them. Uh, uh,
1: according to whose definition? Because you have to remember, we you have to take into account of ac- what we've learned ac- on...
2: According to Maria. Okay. According to Maria, the Vorellia use can manipulate the energy that connects us all this was and this was my first idea that there was an energy that connected us all this was my first idea of of a source this is like my first introduction to the concept of of source of a web of energy that connects everything every living thing on the planet
0: well, when you it, think about it, we got electricity and, and water in our body. I mean, we're energy walking beings. And I think we kind of forget that concept because we're told you're a human being, you're a human being, but they leave away the the energy that's within us.
2: Absolutely. We are energetic beings uh, a thousand percent. Um, and we have a lot more power than we know. but. Maria knew because she was told. Um, so she would channel, and her handwriting would change. Um, sometimes even the language would change. Sometimes she would write in English in, instead of in German. It was crazy. Um, sometimes she would write in Latin, and I had no idea what that was. Like I had to go and bring it to my grandpa and be like, "What? What is?" What is? I have no, what is this? What is this language? I don't know what this is. Um, Because German and English are very much the same, but I didn't have an introduction to any kind of romantic language at that time, so I really didn't recognize Latin. I mean, some of the English words are similar, but not as close as English is to German. So, Um, But Maria would channel this information from this race of beings that she referred to as the Vril or the Vrilla, and she said that they came from the Pallades system, which is eighty four million light years away, I think, something like that. Yeah. Um. And I didn't. Now again, I mean, I'm ten years old, in this falling down castle mini castle in Bavaria, reading a journal in German by someone that like, I, I had no, I, I knew she was an ancestor, but I didn't know who she was. Like, I just thought she was a girl writing down fun stories. You know, I had no idea. Um, cause I wasn't old enough to understand. And then three years ago, just as everything's getting shut down, as the world's going to shit, and everything's going crazy, and four years ago now, yeah, four years ago, I'm start, you know, I'm waking up, and I'm I'm starting to do research. Actually, he he, uh, I I started flying down into the conspiracy rabbit holes, right, and just whatever caught my eye, and started really looking into energy and that brought me to gravity which brought me to anti-gravity and then all of a sudden i'm looking at this picture online and i'm like why is there a picture of me online
0: (laughs) well before you don't forget what you're gonna say
2: what the hell is
0: going on it was not accident i'm just scrolling through twitter and tweets right before i even connected with you Mm mm-hmm and I look, and I'm like, because I just learned of Maria Orzik from the Kerry Cassie interview, and then Michael Sala interviewed, like, two guys that talked about your grandmother. She was very popular, and a lot of people knew her. And I'm like, I seen a picture on Michael Sala's interview, and then I, I'm scrolling, I'm like, that's Maria Orzik's picture. And that's when I went on your tweet, and I'm like, hey, um, that's... Maria Orzick profile picture on your profile and you're like, "Yeah, that's my grandmother." And I'm like, "No, this is not by accident." You know, I'm <laughs> learning nothing is coincidence. I mean, it's crazy, but sorry, I just had to say that.
2: No, not at all. And you're not the only one that's found me that way, but I just
1: put the picture up so you all can see it.
2: And I'm about 20 years older than she is in this picture. Like I'm 20 years older now than she was when that picture was taken. Um, she's about 25. 23 when that picture was taken something like that Um, because she was pretty young you know remember our heroes from world war ii our heroes from all of history were always significantly younger than we are now i mean i don't know how you how old you are mike but you know we're in our 40s just starting to wake up and all of our heroes were fighting for our freedom or fighting for their freedom when they were in their teens and 20s the hell's wrong with us but anyway, I come across this picture and I was like, why is there this picture of me online? What
4: is going on?
2: And and then we went on vacation to Jamaica and I'm sitting out with my mom one night and we're drinking and we're now, talking I, do, and mom, I had
1: never seen this picture before. Mm-mm. I had never seen this picture before. I'd never seen the picture. I never even knew what she was talking about. Yep. And then one, one day we're, we're out on the beach. We're drunk as all fuck. We're sitting out there. We've been bullshitting for hours. And she turns around, she goes, and she asks her mother about this picture and she goes, sure. She goes, yeah, that's your grandmother. And, and she, she goes, goes, that's my grandmother. She go, Or she goes, that's my grandmother. She goes, where'd you get that from? And then I was like, what are you talking about? And I looked at it, I was like, oh shit, that is your grandmother. And she goes, wait a minute. How do you know that your grandmother or that's my grandmother. And I was like, I know that your grandmother, cause your grandfather told me that 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 was your grandmother, the name and he goes and she goes wait a minute wait a minute what are you talking about and all of a sudden i realized that i had two people that were very closely related to her grandfather that had absolutely no idea about what i was about to tell them so i was the ass clown out of the family that got to tell the daughter (laughs) and the the granddaughter hey your grandfather wasn't exactly who you told who you thought he was
2: yeah he, he pretty much lied to you for the rest of his life
1: yes and for yeah. very good reason.
2: And your last name, isn't he? he? He literally told my mother, your last name isn't even your last name. And she was like, what are you talking about?
1: Like, I laid out shit on her grand, on her mother that she had absolutely no idea. She goes, that makes absolutely more sense than anything else than anybody's ever told me about my family. And I was just like, your grandfather sat here and told me this the night we got married. Yeah. For two hours, I sat there and listened in different languages and I had to keep up with him. And it was not an easy task. He was pretty good at flipping scripts.
2: Yeah. So, uh, so that was how I, I found out that Maria was Maria. And then I was, then I was absolutely fascinated. Then I was trying to do a uh, memory trance work to go back and recall exactly what her journal said, because I'm pretty close to an eidetic memory. So oh,
1: fuck all that. I did the normal thing that most people do
2: he went and looked because
1: it he was in the military. He's got a military record. So I called the National Archives and said, okay, I'm a military member. I'm looking for a prior service military member. Here's his name, and this is his Social Security number. You should be able to find him. And they came back to me, and they told me he never existed. Because he... And I said, "Well, that's impossible." I said, "He fought in World War II." I said, "He worked for the United States Postal Service," and uh, he worked for the U.S. Postal Service for his whole entire, for the majority of his life, for the last of, end of his life. And uh, they told me, "Yeah, his Social Security number does not exist on file." And I said, "Okay, the only time I've ever seen that happen before is when somebody was involved in something they could not release—a clandestine. Uh, clandestine operation of some sort." And normally they withhold all that information. They don't tell you anything. They normally don't tell you a thing. They don't tell you that that number exists. They don't tell you anything. But the fact that they let the cat out of the bag when I asked the question initially, I said, this is the social security number. This is the soldier. This is where he served. This is what unity was in, blah, blah, blah. And then they came back and they
2: told me, oh, yeah, we got this. Okay.
1: Wow. Said, oh, yeah, but we don't have anything on his service.
2: Like, That's I've, impossible. I've got medals, I've got, you know, uh, pictures. Uh, how how can you not have anything on the service? Nope. That's impossible. There's something mm-hmm. there.
0: And oh, then- I believe you guys. I'm so- sending you Oh, sorry.
1: Go ahead. When I was talking to him the night of the wedding, I asked him because they had asked me about this before, and this was a question that had been going on in the family for some time. And they figured, hey, the new moron who's getting married into the family, why not ask that fuckstick?
2: He wasn't see, exactly new. He's literally <laughs> my entire life, but okay. See what
1: he knows, right? So yeah, they asked me and they were like, hey, go ask grandpa. What about this, this, and this? <laughs> and he, so he they, asked, thought, they thought I wasn't going to ask him. And then I went and I asked, and um, he was like, are you asking for me or are you asking for somebody else? And I said, kind of both now, because now I'm intrigued. Now I kind of want to know the answer myself. And I said, there are some things that, there are some stunning inconsistencies that don't make any sense. I said, so how about you go ahead and explain them? And then he laid into the story. And then as soon as he was done telling me the story, he said, hey, do me a favor. I said, sure. He said, you will never, ever say another word about this until after I'm dead okay i said okay i said is there a reason And he said yep absolutely he said i signed a non-disclosure agreement some 35 years ago and i figure it's still good right That's now and 70, i don't want to go to
2: jail 75 70 years, 60, eh, 50, was, years ago.
1: 50 years ago yeah yeah and i said okay i said well I'll, I'll take that into consideration and and i kept my mouth shut until he died and then after he was well, dead, after he died well after he was dead yeah. because it was years after yeah. he was dead when we were down in jamaica a, when a, you solid, finally asked me a question I asked about the it question. <laughs> What do you know about it? Oh, well, actually, I know, I know all of it. Yeah. And then your mom looked at me and said, "What do you mean you know all of it?" I was like, "Did you not see me sit down with your father and talk to him for like three hours at our wedding?" I said, "He told me everything I need to know. I know everything I need to know."
2: So, and what we've found out um, through other sources as well, um, and like I have been in contact with the Royal Society here, um, is well, first off. We are not alone, not just in this oh, universe, not. In this planet, okay We are not alone and i and I don't just mean the r h negative and the r h positive races. those are human races um there are found out there's a whole race there, of people there are that... two other distinct alien races that live Amongst among us. us, okay, so there's what we call the Elohim. um which the bible refers to as god but elohim does not mean god um elohim literally means high, higher anointed or appointed one it's mm-hmm. basically a higher so they the elohim were the gods of old all of the gods of old the Sumatrian gods the greek gods the roman gods the egyptian gods they were they were all elohim even um the the jewish god the christian god they're all Halloween. Okay. And then there are what we call the Vril. The Vril live in the hollow earth underneath us, below the surface, right? Because this earth is hollow. It's not what we've been told for our entire lives. Whether it's flat or round is a whole different discussion, but it is hollow. And there is a race of people that live below the earth and they are called the Vril. So God created the Halloween to be the stewards of the planet, the managers as it were. The Elohim created us humans from Homo erectus, which were already here, which had evolved from apes, monkeys, whatever had evolved from whatever animal life was already here on the planet. and their own DNA, Elohim DNA. And that's how you have that major jump from Homo erectus to Homo sapien, where you gain intelligence. Um, And they've actually just recently found in humans DNA, they can see where it's been manipulated. They can see where it's been fused in places that is not natural. Okay. So we were created, we were created to be the workers, the slaves, the, the actual stewards of the planet. We were created to take care of the earth, to, to take care of the world. But we weren't supposed to breed. And then the Elohim left. And the Vril came up. And the Vril, because we were made in the image of God, the, we, the Vril found us beautiful, found us the closest to God that they'd seen. In millennia. And so they bred with us. The real bred with humans, with Homo sapiens. And that's where we get the Nephilim from. And perhaps the Rh negatives, not sure. But. Well, we
1: haven't figured that part out. We're, not know, sure. we're still How working that on that. Into that. Yeah.
2: Um, but I do know that when humans were created, they were created in. 13 different spots around the world, 13 different genetic engineering facilities, as it were. And that's why we have different races, different what we call races, um, different colors, different physiology. Um, Some people have, you know, I mean, any what we call mutations, they were just Different variations. They were trying it out to see what worked the best as they created us. And some things died out and some things worked well and some things evolved and changed. Um, and uh, and then you throw in some Brill DNA, some Nephilim in there too. And then you have the race of giants.
1: Well, I, I think you're missing the biggest part here. And this is what we learn later on is that the biggest part is that the Vril and the Nephilim or, or, the, Elohim. or the Elohim, the Vril and the Elohim are mortal enemies. Mortal enemies. They hate each other. They can't stand each other.
2: They try to kill the each other all the The reason
1: Vril went underground is because of the Elohim. The Elohim came back and the Vril went underground. They do that every time. So the big part about the vril is the vril does not like fucking with the yellow and The yellow really don't like fucking with the vril. However, they have humans in the middle of it. We are the pawns, and we are the pawns in the the middle of their game of who can hold the castle. Yeah, honestly, I mean it's capture the flag. It's capture the flag. Who can hold the planet? Yeah, to the umpteenth extent, if you believe it, and it just depends on what you believe. I mean. If you think about this, Elohim that explains everything out of the Bible that
2: makes the Bible factually relevant. The Old Testament, especially the Talmud. Especially and the Talmud. And if you Talmud. listen to Paulo Beglino, he's very close. Yes. He, he is he's very close in in his information. He did the um direct translation of the original Hebrew Talmud. And and he was actually the first one. Person to, to pick up say on say the that, Elohim. Yeah, Elohim is not God. Elohim is God is not mentioned in the is Talmud. He like
0: the baller baller gentleman
2: yeah he's, yes. a, he's an
0: older uh, Italian guy he speaks italian yeah, he only, he, speaks, he only italian. speaks italian he
2: does not speak english sarah westall had him on her show yes. uh, a couple a couple years ago and she actually pulled the interview back up because of course it got scrubbed um she just re-released it in july but uh but it's very interesting
1: what he talks about because what he talks about in there he talks about the elohim he talks about god not being mentioned in the bible at all and instead, it talks about the Elohim and the Vril, and it kind of led credence to the story that we heard about the Vril and the Elohim being mortal enemies of each other, and the Elohim coming in and the Vril going underground and hiding. and From the flood. From the flood, because they thought the all Elohim, of the, Vril, the
2: Elohim flooded the earth to kill the Vril and the Nephilim. That was their goal, was to kill the Vril and the Nephilim, because the Nephilim were the you know, the, the offshoots of the real and humans. So they wanted to get rid of all of them. That They're was bastards. the reason for the flood. They were yes. not supposed to exist. Yes. They God were, did not they want were them. more intelligent. They were stronger. They were um better than the the Elohim was were afraid that they would be better than they were, essentially. Correct. So
0: you know what I think I did see him and and he does have excellent information. And you know, it would make sense why the real is um not too keen of those guys because you know when you hear the stories of the anunnaki and how um like inky he didn't want humans to call him god he's like i'm not god but others were soaking it up like yeah i'm god here let me show you this trick and here you listen to me and that would make sense that the real would be more of humanity having their free will and being free rather than being controlled If that
1: makes sense. No, it does. And if there's one thing that I have learned um, from all of this, from our journey from start to end, is free will is the mother of all fuck-ups for God. Yeah, that God gave mankind free will, and that fucked everything up. You know, before in the past, we used to say that man
2: plans and... God just does. God laughs. Man plans and God laughs. No, it's actually God plans and man laughs.
1: Exactly. Because free will fucks everything up. The plan changes constantly because we still have the ability to choose our destiny. We have free will. There might be a plan in front of you and you might be thinking you're meeting each, you know, you, whatever you stable even, guide as you're
2: going through your life. You may however, even be connected enough be that told, God talks to you and you can hear God and you understand what the plan is. You still have the option to say no.
1: However, truth be told, free will still dominates your life. You have a choice to go against what God wants you to do because God gave you that option. And that's the biggest part of this. And that's something that we never factored into anything we ever equated before
2: in that free will. That's why what happened in July fucked us up so bad.
1: Fucks God's plan yep. completely. It doesn't give God any
2: turnaround time. Yep. <laughs> that
0: have, makes total sense.
2: There, there is a bigger plan at play. There, is, there are elements here that people are not aware of or can't even comprehend if they were
3: aware, aware of them. Of
2: it. Um, it, and it, it changes so fast, you know, we're we're always playing catch up. So we're always three or four steps behind, but everything is connected and everything is planned and has been for a very, very long time. I mean, everything that's going on right now from, the economy, to the indoctrination of our children, to pushing transgenderism into our schools, to um, the, the jab, the virus that never existed, to you know the jab that was designed to kill us, um, or perhaps connect us to the internet of things, or maybe both. All of this was planned. I mean, the, the jab technology, the mRNA technology, came from the Nazis.
1: It's got their fingerprints all over it. Seriously,
2: all over it. All of this the indoctrination of our children, um, Operation Paperclip at the end of World War II, you know, Nuremberg. And we all talk about we want Nuremberg 2.0. I don't want Nuremberg 2.0. I'll be honest with you because Nuremberg was a fucking sham. It was a show trial. Yeah, they hung, I heard that. They hung a dozen people yeah. when there were thousands. Well, they shot war 12. criminals. OK, fine. They shot 12 people. They, they could have hung up. Nothing. I mean, that was literally a dime a dozen. I mean, nothing. They they could have hung thousands. They could have shot thousands. But they just picked a dozen and not the worst, just a dozen to hold up as the most evil war criminals. But in fact, the most evil war criminals they sent here, they didn't send them to Russia. Russia got some of the Nazis. You know what Russia did with their Nazis? they killed them they, they killed them they killed them okay what did we do with our nazis we put them in our education system we put them in our science system, science system in our medical system put them in our space program exactly in our, exactly, in our, our government. Our program and then and we and we married them off to good blonde blue-eyed american women generally school teachers if you look back and then We took their daughters or our government or the Nazis took the daughters of those Nazis and married them to high-ranking politicians or ones that they had chosen to be high-ranking politicians. You go and look right now at, say, half your high-ranking politicians, including Jill Biden, and go look at who their parents were and tell me where they come from. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, most of them come from the Nazis. Most of them come right out of Operation Paperclip.
1: Well, at least 70% of them do. I can tell you mm-hmm. that much. Yeah. Uh, follow, I can follow the wives. followed enough. It, it all goes follow, through the female the wives, bloodline. It doesn't not go through the male joke. bloodline.
2: Because we are, at heart, we should have always been a matriarchal society. The Vril, the Vril, yeah, are a matriarchal society. The women are much... Deadlier than the men. They have the power of both healing and destruction. Um, men don't have the power to destroy in the Vril Uh The women, however, have taken a vow to never hurt their men or go, or go against their men, and they will not break that vow. Um, something most people don't understand about the Vril in both the German Vril Society and today's Vril Society is that every real woman has a real male partner and he is her equal and it's not a sexual thing it's more of a almost a twin thing like a best friend, fraternal twin like almost a soulmate thing where they are literally together all the time they are yin and yang they are the male and the female because there has to be balance all the time even though it's a matrix. Matriarchal society, there has to be balance between the men and the women. So, when you hear about stories of the vril, um, there was a, a Sigrid. Sigrid was a guy. Sigrid was not a female. Just because Sigrid's hair was to the ground does not mean that Sigrid was a woman. Okay. Um, every vril female had a vril male that was her exact counterpart, and their hair was to the ground because hair is a very energetic thing. Um, it it holds
1: it's actually a very binding thing it's yeah. a, especially in the witch world and everything else hair holds all sorts of binding powers that's why they use hair and spells that's why they use hair and different shit hair yep. has got a lot of different meanings and different orbs and different casts
2: i guess within mm-hmm. the world and binding your hair leaving your hair loose or it, like if you notice, my hair is braided, but it's not bound. So my hair is braided, but I don't have a thing at the end to to keep it. And I I have my hair braided like this all day without it being bound at the end, and it just stays in the braid. Um, I even sleep in it, and I get I get up in the morning, and it's still I don't have a a tie at the end, and my hair I wake up, my hair is still in the braid um, without it being bound because I've trained my hair to do that. Uh, it's it's an energy thing. It's it's a source thing. Um, My hair isn't quite long enough to do fully what I'd like to do with it yet, but uh, it is what it is. It'll get there. I've been—I cut all my hair off two years ago because a friend of mine had breast cancer, and I was going to have a wig made for her, but she died before I could. Um, But uh, so I've been. Well, she she was diagnosed with breast cancer, and um, her doctors insisted that she get the jab before they would treat her, and they told her. Problem. You'll have twenty years, and then the next thing you know, the cancer spread to her liver and her spine, and her tumors doubled in spot in size every forty eight hours, and she was dead in six months. So,
0: dang, I wish I'd have known you then because I hooked you up with uh oh,
2: that's what started me down my my cancer research, actually, and my best friend at the same time that I grew up with, um, who's. 43, or he's 44 now, he's in Pennsylvania, and uh, he got the jab, and six weeks later, he was diagnosed with stage three prostate cancer, aggressive prostate cancer, and I was like, because well, you took the fucking jab, what did you think, like, do you not listen to me at all, no, and, um, you know, and, and he's had surgery and chemotherapy, and I keep, I keep sending him stuff, and, you know, he's, 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 I love him, but he's an MBC when it comes down to it, he's, he's or- a sheep.
0: We just recently had Dr. Connors on here a couple weeks ago and there was a gentleman that he took care of that got the Rife machine. And for 15 years, he's educating other people and he had testicle cancer as well, I believe. Um, And I'll send you that interview. Yeah. And I'm definitely gonna connect you guys with (laughs) Dr. Connors. And going back to the whole hair thing, which is crazy amazing, a lot of jamaicans knows about how the hair keeps the energy that's because crazy that you guys brought that let me, up and let,
1: me, just... let, me, let me tell you something, oh. let me tell you something about jamaicans jamaican as people. a race
0: are some jamaican
1: the most people people are the people? most woke motherfuckers you will oh, ever meet not
5: woke oh,
1: Ever meet air, another awake motherfucker like a Jamaican? Jamaicans. We had a conversation with a Jamaican dude on the way back on the same trip, on the way back. And to I the wish... airport.
2: he was our he was our taxi driver. Literally, it was to a, the airport, and it was a two, two hour, hour ride. trip.
1: And I I would have spent another six hours in the I was car like, can with you him. You turn
2: around and go back to the hotel, and then Shit. turn around and go back to the airport, so we can talk to you for another four hours. Yes,
1: because yeah. we could have kept talking to him.
2: Uh, he was amazing. I mean, just the most. hadn't watched hadn't turned on a television set in 30 years and knew more about what was going on in the world than anybody i'd met to date very accurate so because he could see the writing on the wall because he'd been researching history because history repeats itself over and over again there is nothing new under the sun this is not new you know, what's funny is, um, I- Jamaica,
1: Jamaica just went through this big thing, too, where the Chinese are coming in trying to buy up all of the land in Jamaica and they are fighting this. They are fighting this tooth and nail. They're doing their damnedest to keep China out of Jamaica because Jamaica's or China's coming in trying to buy up the land where uh, they basically produce all the black market grass. All the black market hemp, all the black market marijuana comes out of these hills in Jamaica. And the Chinese have been trying to maneuver in there and buy those hills so that they can control the drug price throughout the world as like a triad cooperative, so to speak, is what they're trying to do, according to what our taxi driver told us. And he went on furthermore to say that, look, we've had people actually go out in their lands and commit suicide just to say look this area is infested by black arts you know black magic the 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 uh, voodoo shit and they're doing this as a ploy to show these chinese bankers well, that are coming in trying
2: to buy these hills it's not really a ploy because they're actually cursing yeah they're the, cursing the land by well, doing it they're but they're not cursing the land per se but they're cursing anyone that's not welcome on the land that tries to take possession of the land
0: and they're that's, using that's that sounds like skin skinwalker ranch exactly
2: yeah that's exactly
1: what i said i said wow this sounds exactly like skinwalker ranch said the same thing. Actually, I said it sounds both like Skinwalker Ranch and uh, what you would call it, the island um, Roanoke. No, hmm. no, the other island, the one that I always watch. Um, oh, um, a, Oak, Oak,
2: island. I, island. Oak,
1: island. Oak Island. Yes, sounds just like Oak Island.
2: So, you know, it's, it's funny, one of our listeners, um, Tara, I think maybe Tara's in here, I don't know. Um, but, uh, she's been following our story, kind of what we've been experiencing in the last year, year or so. And, uh, she was like, you got, you should, she said, have you ever watched Supernatural? And I was like, I probably, you know, I caught an episode here and there, you know, whatever. One of the later ones, like season 12 or something. And she was like, no, 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 you need to go back and watch it from the beginning, specifically like the season four and five. I was like, okay. So we just finished season five. And and at first I started watching it, right? And I didn't think Mick would get into it at all, but then he comes and sits out on the porch with me. And I I mean, we have these huge TVs in our house, but I watch TV on a little fucking 12 inch tablet, right?
1: Mind you, I have an 85 <laughs> inch TV in my house.
2: <laughs> but I watch TV on a 12 inch tablet, cause I like to sit outside on the porch, cause I have to be outside all the time, um, as much as possible. So except for when we're recording or when we're sleeping, I, I'm outside. So, uh, but there was this one particular episode that we just watched where it's, uh, fam- um, no, it's it's, uh, um, pestilence and death, okay? And pestilence releases a virus or multiple viruses on the world. Actually, it's the swine flu, H1N1, because this is in like 2009 or 10, right? Because usually these things... We like to say that all um, all movies and documentaries or, or all movies and TV shows are either documentaries or prophecies, uh, and they usually run on about a 10-year time frame. So if you look back at things 10 years ago, that's generally what's coming true now. So 10 years ago, season five of Supernatural, um, maybe 12 years ago, something like that. So pestilence releases a virus so that death can roll out a vaccine to kill everyone does that sound familiar
1: and the vaccine itself is not a cure to disease the actual vaccine is what kills everyone yeah. it has nothing to do with the disease the disease doesn't kill you the vaccine does and i'm sitting there going wait a minute this was when she's like <laughs> ten, well, this years is ago. 10 years
2: ago and i was like, <laughs> like
0: oh, are you fucking kidding 12 me
2: 12 years ago yeah yep
0: you so, know what? Here's another good one. I don't know if you guys watched it, but it's called The 100.
2: Yeah, well, I've watched The 100.
0: Oh, my goodness. They're revealing so much truth on there.
2: Yeah, 100 people get uh, abducted over the course of years, and they all come back at one time. What was that one TV show you
1: used to watch all the time, the one where they blinked out and they were gone, and then they were back all of a sudden, but it like 10 years had yeah, transpired? Yeah, yeah, that was The 100. Like, was that the same TV yeah, 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 yeah. show? Yeah, okay, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. All right.
2: Yeah. I was watching that when you were having your brain surgery. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, why I they're couldn't. They're
0: showing adrenochrome in there, AI, mm-hmm. the people that came from the stars, the ground people. And that was 15 like, years oh. ago.
2: That's yeah. why I couldn't keep up. Yeah. Well, it was 15 years ago. And, and you know, sometimes I wondered if during mixed brain surgery, they, they, because now they, now they're releasing or it's coming out that they've been doing. They've been enlisting soldiers potentially without their knowledge in programs for years, decades. Um, kind of like MK Ultra programs, but more like uh, more like Neuralink, um, more like connecting soldiers through neurotechnology to the Internet of Things and controlling their if you go watch the movie the thoughts, uh, moods, emotions, blood actions sport, et cetera. I believe the newest one is
1: Bloodsport and it's with Vin Diesel and Vin Diesel basically goes back and his blood has been recreated and he basically goes back and he just kills people that they tell him to kill because they've replayed this memory that he has in his brain and the memory is whatever they make the memory so they make whoever the enemy is he's killing people that he has absolutely no reason to kill yet they've made it seem like they killed his wife or something like that it was it was shit like that anyway same type of story and that's what she thought i
2: had been subject to i disagree but it, it wasn't it was a possibility for a while there
0: i believe something took place in my father he served in the uh military and this is before i was born and yeah i'm in my 40s too i just turned 40 but anyway (laughs) um they were stationed out in germany and i remember when i was a little boy like you said you knew it sounds scientific when you were reading your your grandmother's diaries but you knew for some reason in your spirit it was legit my father, when I was little, would always look at the stars. And until he died, he says, you know, when we die, we have our own craft. Like everybody else, like my brother and other family members, they laugh and call him crazy, but I always resonated with him from a little boy until the day he died. And I believe when he was in Germany, It wasn't guarding the wall. I believe he was part of some program.
2: You know, I've, I've, I've had people ask me if I've seen my, my craft yet. And I think there's, from what I've been able to discern so far, there are two, well, there's two different paths that I've been able to find or two different groups of people, as it were, there's people that have heard the bell. So, if you've been woken up in the middle of the night by the sound of a pure bell in your head, that is the trumpet of God, okay? And then there are people that have seen their craft, that have seen their their ship, as it were, that there is literally a spacecraft in the sky that follows them around all the time, like their own personal star. Um, I've I've met a dozen people that have heard the bell. I've met a dozen people that have seen their craft, and it's like where. We're all, we all have the same ultimate goal, but we're on two different paths to get there. That makes sense.
0: Oh, it makes total sense. And that's something what my father said, you know, and and this is a African-American name from Jackson, Mississippi. Grew up in a Baptist household. My grandmother didn't talk about no spaceships or aliens or nothing like that. And I'm telling you, he was dead serious. And I sat there and I'm like, I didn't look at him like he was crazy. And I knew he was telling me something that he knew. And he was like, you know, man, when we die, he was like, we all got a spacecraft. And when he passed away, me and my brother were seeing crafts. But we saw crafts before that. And I've been seeing them all the time. I've been posting video footage of them. I mean, I even uploaded one on Rumble. I mean, it's like, (laughs) but it's crazy. Um, there was one, what was it, last, no, two summers ago, I'm outside, and I see, and I, I can, I can find him, I can pinpoint him, I, I don't know why, and I'm looking, and I'm like, that's not a plane, wow, so I run in the house, I grab my wife, I'm like, hey, come outside, she's like, what, I'm doing dishes, I'm like, come outside real quick, she comes out, and it's gone, I'm like, son of a bitch, And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I command you guys to come back. And I was like, you have to do something to where she realizes this isn't, I'm not crazy. And I'm like, flash your lights. She's sitting there, she's like, all right, I'm going to give it five more minutes because this is really, really crazy right now. Like, she was like, you're nuts. I'm telling you, God strike me dead, right hand to God. That light came and it flashed two times and then took off. And she's like, whoa. And it's like, I, I don't know why this always happens. This has been happening since I was young. But um, it's crazy. I mean, it's crazy amazing.
2: Well, it's not that crazy because I was talking about the thing that happened in July of our best friend took his own life and it was horribly traumatic. Um and Mick went out to his funeral in October in Oregon and saw
1: Yeah, we saw we saw crafts. Me and James did. Both me and James did. We took videos of it. James from We The
2: People Radio. We're sitting
1: there fucking watching crafts fly around in Oregon. We're like, what the fuck is this crazy shit we're seeing in the sky right now? And no, it's not the weed we're smoking, although we're really high. It ain't the fucking weed. I can
0: tell you that right now.
1: There was some shit flying around that were like, what the fuck? Just doesn't make any sense.
0: You know what? My wife just came home. (laughs) Remember the time when you were doing the dishes and I'm like, come outside and look at this light. And it was not there. Yes. What happened? Or sting. See, now it's going to seem like she heard. But what (laughs) happened when it came back? It flashed exactly if it it, it, tur- it was like turn the lights all the way off back on all the way off back on and then just took off and i'm like we so,
1: we were in oregon um me and james uh, we went up there for our friend justin's uh, memorial and we were there for his funeral and everything and uh, we went out one night we were going in the back of the hotel of course cuz uh, we're smoking weed um and no big surprise here, but we're smoking weed, folks. All right. We're then going out Oregon. there. We're on our way out to go smoke it. We haven't smoked anything yet. We're on our way out. And all of a sudden we see these three lights like just dart, And like they stayed for the longest time. And you know that uneasy silence that you get where it's just quiet. Like you just saw something amazing. You know that both of you did. But neither one wants to speak first because they're like, man, I want to fuck this up. But then we both looked at each other. I was like, did you? Yeah, did you? I was like, yep. And he's like, what the fuck was that? I have no idea. So then we were watching. So now we're watching the sky because we saw three objects just dark straight across the sky we're like what the fuck we're like there's no way we see anything more nope right after that we saw like three objects that were waving they were going in and out like this and all of a sudden they came together they like hit each other and then they bursted into like 20 different smaller objects and flew out and i was like what in the fuck was that and he's like I have no idea, but this shit's getting good. We better like this blunt. I was like, you damn right, because I want to start seeing some fucking trails because this is some crazy shit. Immediately immediately after that, we saw five more objects just shoot straight across the sky and leave the longest track behind them. And we were like, all right, this has got to be fucking crazy or we are higher than kites and we both said, fuck this. I'm not looking up. We stared at the ground. We finished our blunt. We went back <laughs> to the room, went back to sleep. We woke up the next morning. I looked at him. I said, did you see it? Yep. Done. Okay. That's it. We saw it. We know what we saw. We can't explain it. But we watched it for over two hours. And we were like, this is the
2: craziest thing I've ever seen. I've never, ever witnessed anything like this before. So our our friend, Josh, actually, my cousin, Josh, um, also- bloodline, but we, down the Ludwig side, but we share a great, 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 great grandfather, like eight times removed. Anyway, from a red pill project, Um, he used to be a Navy guy. He was a Navy intelligence officer and he was out on ships a lot. And he said he's seen crafts more times than he can count that they have, uh, that Navy, naval ships have interactions with unidentified crafts pretty much constantly, but no one ever wants to fill out the paperwork to do, to, to do the report. They all think it, takes be, too long. it takes too long. Like, and, nope, it, and everybody, thinks, it. You're everybody thinks you're crazy after you're done. Nope. Not fill out the paperwork. Forget it. There's another one. Okay. Bye. But I have a theory about that. So Mike, you said that you were, when you first saw Maria's picture, you were just, you were fascinated, right? Were you fascinated by the whole time period, by World War II or by Maria in particular? or the group that she was with
0: well the whole um story behind her building that craft and i'm like wow a lady what and this is like buried information and then it went from that to hearing other people that were part of the ssp secret space programs that are now whistleblowers and i'm hearing more intriguing things about your grandmother and i'm like wow i want more i was like a crackhead like meaning more crap like i'm starving for it and you have- I, oops go ahead.
2: No, go ahead no go ahead
0: and then like i said i was just looking at tweets and i see the maria Orsic picture and i'm like okay this is weird right now like that's exactly what was in my brain this is weird and i'm like that's maria orzik's profile picture and you're like that's my grandmother and i'm like okay this is not coincidence and then i seen your picture and i'm like wait a minute that is a split image like i know dr sala wants to talk with you and probably Vet you to see because I don't think he knows she had a granddaughter. I don't think anybody knows. Nope. And it makes sense on how she had a daughter and how she would maneuver that. Because I mean, the Nazis probably, you know, she was a threat. You know. Oh
2: yeah. Um, if you in the research, there's a there's a small mention of her fiance that she and her fiance came from Hungary from Budapest to Munich and then you don't hear anything about her fiance ever again you don't hear that she got married you don't see that her last name ever changed nothing what happened with the fiance exactly. no when she came here she was already married she was already pregnant when she came to Germany from hungaria from Hungary, Hungary. Sorry, that was so you, that's such a you thing. Um, from Hungary, she was already she was already pregnant. She was already married. So, like they she said that he was her fiance basically to keep him safe too, but she was already pregnant. So, she was staying with family friends in Bavaria. That would be my grandmother's adopted family. And that's in Garmisch, which is 30 minutes from Munich not even roughly maybe an hour and a half hour and hora. a half if you're doing it yeah yeah so um i
0: yeah. have a feeling that your great grandmother is she's playing a part of this awakening um that's that's what i feel inside my spirit so
2: so i the reason i asked you why what what in particular you're fascinated about i have this theory that people that are specifically drawn to past time periods. Um, I think you had a past life in that time period. Uh, Like me, I am absolutely fascinated by Roman history around the time of Caesar dictator, specifically before that, his mother, uh, Aurelia, who is one of the most fascinating women in history as far as I'm concerned. Um, And then in England around the time of Elizabeth I, that time period has always fascinated me as well. Um, and then when when I was in, sc- I think I was a senior in high school, uh, maybe junior in high school because we grew up up north, and we took a field trip up to Boston. We went to Quincy Market. We went to the Boston Museum of Art, and there's a portrait hanging. Science. Yes, but we went to the Boston Museum of Art as well. And there was a portrait hanging in the Boston Museum of Art that looks just like me, and it's from the 1800s in Boston. And that was another time period that I was absolutely fascinated by, was that just post-revolutionary war time period in New England. And I I mean, it's, and I know I didn't have any relatives here at that time. So this woman definitely cannot be my ancestor. Like I can trace my family line back over a thousand years on both my mom's and my dad's side. So there's, you know, there's no doubt, like I know where Where my family came from. Um, They were not in the States before that time, in that time. So there's no way that this is one of my ancestors. Um, So I think that people, I personally think that people, some people have the option to live multiple lives or come back and and try something again or with a specific purpose. Um, And then we were recently told that dogs are passages for souls. Like, in between times for souls, in between human lives, people are dogs. That makes
0: sense. I tell you, like uh, <clears throat> I don't talk about it too much, but when I was real, really little, <laughs> I've seen my past and I've seen my future, um which was pretty freaky. I remember being in my mom's stomach, <laughs> and she didn't believe me when I would t- tell her this when I was real little. And she's like, oh, you're just tired or blah, 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 you know, just like parents do. And I'm like, you know, what? I got so angry and pissed off. I said, OK, I'm going to remember something that is just going to blow her damn mind. And I remember one time my mom and my father took me to the zoo and my mom was carrying me. And my father, my mom's like, damn, this boy is solid. So I said word for word. And that's what blew her mind. I was probably like two years old or something. Um, and my father's like, damn, he's, put him down, let him walk. And I'm thinking in my mind, like, damn, I don't want to walk this big ass place. And when I told her that, her eyes got so big and she never questioned my memory again. And when I was about five years old, I was at my aunt's house. I don't know if this was an interdimensional being. I don't know if this was a ghost or what. But me and my uncle sitting on the couch watching tv and my aunt and my cousins are sleeping and this it looked like a man of light walks through this door and walks past us and now i'm looking at my uncle and i'm like he didn't see that and i'm like what the fuck and i'm like hey uncle george did you did you see that guy walking past and my uncle my aunt which is the saying God rest her soul she married my uncle which is Puerto Rican and she go he goes and and miho means like son or whatever mm-hmm. yep. Puerto Rican and he Baby. goes miho you're tired you should go to sleep and i'm sitting there and i'm like oh my god i just saw that guy but as i got older i mean as the brain got corrupted some of that stuff turned off but the intuition and i call it a gift from god Yep, I know so, what people are well, thinking. I, I, you know what I'm saying. So let
1: me, so let me go ahead and blow your mind right now, okay? Because this is going to absolutely fry every circuit, burn every bagel you've got. When I was in the military, um, I went to a buddy of mine's house. Uh, we were there. We were celebrating um, the birth of his child. Birth of his child because he had a vasectomy. He had four kids already. He had a vasectomy, and the doctor said, "Yep." You're not gonna have any more kids anymore. Nine months later, his wife was pregnant again. He already had four kids. She was pregnant with twins and he had already had a vasectomy. So you can go ahead and already figure out how that conversation went over in that house. (laughs) Wait a minute. Are you fucking married now?
2: It wasn't. It wasn't like God God come down and And, impregnate you. No, it wasn't like, you know, if you if you do it in the first six weeks, it doesn't work. No, like this woman got pregnant like six months after his vasectomy. Yes, it was well past. And it was his and it was his. So sometimes that's not as good as you think that rubber band isn't quite as strong as it's supposed
1: to be. (laughs) Long story short, there we are. We're at his house. We're having a good time. We're all drinking. Yes, we're drunk. So let's just go ahead and get that out there. Alcohol is involved. And we had a baby monitor out there because the guys are in charge of listening for the baby. So we're out there. We're all having a good time. We're all drunk, having a blast. And we hear the older son, which right now is five. In this memory, he walks in and you hear him talking to the baby and he's saying, oh, you're so cute and everything else. You hear him in the in the baby monitor and then he stops and he says, can you do me a favor and tell me what God looks like? Because I forgot. Every single person at that party put their drink down and went home. Wow. A five year old just asked a newborn, can you tell me what God looks like? Because I forgot.
2: And now, you wow. know, in, in the book of Thomas, which is in that um, one of the books that was left out of the Bible in the Nicene Council, Jesus asked Thomas, essentially, would you ask a, a week old baby for advice? Would you ask a week old baby what to do? And Thomas says, yes, of, of course, absolutely. I'm paraphrasing here, but because... A baby is so much closer to God that they have such a stronger connection that they're much more able to to know the true path.
0: And I'll add to that. So I come from, well, I told you I'm black, Sicilian, and Polish. So my Sicilian family, they're all, you know, heavily Catholic or whatever. But In my Sicilian family, babies, you know, and and anyone that has a kid, you know, that they'll start laughing in their sleep or they're playing with someone while they're in their crib laughing. Mm -hmm. My aunt always said they're playing with angels and I I totally believe it.
2: Mm -hmm. Well, angels are most definitely real. So that I have no doubt about. since they come and visit us kind of
0: regularly so so one more thing i would like to ask since you know you looked at your grandma's papers or whatnot was there anything about antarctica because you know i'm i'm hearing that there is other continents and the ancestral land of the republic which Mm -hmm. they want to come back here and liberate us but the guy said it's too soon we have to have an awakening because if they would come to liberate us we would protect our tyrants, which it makes sense why world leaders that are fighting with each other, they all have a treaty at Antarctica where I think they're dividing human noids from different lands to not evolve and probably get to know each other. So I wanted to ask, was there anything in there about Antarctica?
2: Antarctica is the entrance to the hollow earth where they really are oh
0: wow well that makes sense wow, they How we can pull up Shit, the- you can go
2: on google maps
1: and find the entrance yeah. you can go look at it
2: um yeah and we we look at it occasionally sometimes there's people camped around it sometimes it's it's open i mean you can see the whole and if you go i wonder if it's still there um some of maria's plans were buried in a hidden link in the Ingersoll Lockwood website, um, Actually, I think they're still there, as well as the up, but... Google location to Hollow Earth. Yeah, let me bring that website up. Yeah, look up Ingersoll, give me a sec. Ingersoll Lockwood, and it's in that. Let's see if I remember where it was.
3: Well, this is the the website, so yeah, give it a second.
2: It's in the, the yeah, I gotta hidden do thing. This. Yeah.
3: I gotta do uh select
0: all. And I must say you guys did hype the crowd up at the reawakening or the reckoning event. That was actually oh, that was Joe me.
2: Biden. <laughs> Oh yeah, that was um yeah, which that was that, re- was, that was reckoning. Yeah, yeah, we were we were reckoning. Yep. Um I went to the truth tour by myself. So
3: the second one.
2: Yeah, I I was on uh, I spoke at the truth tour, but we we did the Interviews at um, the Reckoning Tour.
3: i got to
1: remember how we did this, how Justin told me to do this. Um,
2: good. Left click on the Ingersoll Lockwood. Is that what it was? Yeah, an open link in a new tab.
1: No, it just opens the same thing. Okay. It, there's another way to do it. I forgot how he said it. We'll have it to ask James. It
2: was like command something. It was like command... We'll have to ask James because James does it all the time. But yes, if you, the Ingress Lockwood website is, is fascinating and there's all kinds of hidden, like hidden hyperlinks in there that brings you to all kinds of interesting things. Extra pluses that go to yeah. things that don't,
1: there's <coughs> nothing there. Like if you click the plus, it brings you to a wary traveler, official music video of Jordan St. Cyr. And it's a music video.
2: Jordan St. Cyr.
1: Yes. And it's over
2: Jordan St. Clair in
1: Antarctica. Wow. Uh, yes.
2: Which yeah. is weird. So, it's
1: all videotaped in Antarctica. Uh, there's a bunch of weird shit. If you go on and you just click on Ingersoll Lockwood and highlight the whole page, and then go click, you like see like extra links that don't go anywhere. Like it goes to like, why would Ingersoll Lockwood be, you know, promoting the? Um, oh, it hit the IQT thing. Yeah, that's what I was gonna about to do. Yeah, go go up because that's where I, we found it before. I think so. But it was in one oh, there's of
2: There's something things. about Q Team in there too. Yeah. I oh. think
0: we have a question for you guys. Shoot. Yeah, go Lil- for it. Liliana Wilbur. Yes. Liliana.
4: Hey, Command A.
2: Command A. Thank That's you, what
4: Liliana. it was.
1: I knew there was a way you're to welcome.
4: do it. Love you. Bye. You.
1: Love you too. <laughs> yeah. I, I knew there was a way to do it because yeah. there's a way that you do everything. There it is. All right, so there's three dots right underneath the picture. Here, I'll share my screen so you guys can see it because it makes it way more
2: better. Oh, that's that's Trump's...
1: Yeah, it's the warrant.
2: That's second notice of filing of redacted documents.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God, they changed it. So this is new. We're looking at something brand new. This that is was new just on, Lockwood put on the Ingersoll Lockwood website. website. Yeah. Ingersoll Lockwood website. It might be old to uh, us. It changes like,
4: every few weeks. We've yeah, got but, people that try to keep an eye on it and watch it. Anyway, let's all right, bye. I think you can see share if your I can in here.
1: bring this up. No, oh, I can maybe. I can bring it in through this. Oh, that's I just true. gotta pick the right one. It's a little difficult, but I can do it. Let
0: me go to definitely there. some time traveling going on somewhere.
1: Absolutely. I, I completely agree.
3: Yeah. Let me do this. Take this off, unlock
5: that.
2: But to be honest, I was told Pretty specifically that the the Vril thing, um, what's going on with the Vril, all of that is uh, superfluous right now.
1: So hold on. Let me bring this in front of us so that way we can see it. But this is it. This is the document that we just pulled up. This is brand new on the Ingersoll Lockwood website. So... Up at the top, U.S. Southern District Court, Southern District of Florida, case number 22MJ8332BER, which I know for a fact, is the Donald
2: Trump case. That's the sealed search warrant that's and not this, out. The this,
1: this sealed search warrant that is not out. So here's your criminal cover sheet. Did this matter originate from the matter pending in the northern region of the United States uh, Attorney's Office? And okay. Magistrate Judge Shanick Menard's office, no. Did this matter originate from the matter pending in the central region of the United States of the Attorney uh, General's office prior to October 3rd, 2019? Magistrate uh, Jared Strauss, no. And then it goes on. And then there's the warrant. And there's the rest of the warrant. Wow. Um, oh. This is interesting because I have not seen this. This gives us the predication for the case. Uh, as to why they were in Mar-a-Lago looking for whatever they were looking for. It's very odd that this is being published on the Ingersoll Lockwood website. Here's the sealing order that ordered it sealed, that nobody was allowed to see it. Oh, that's it. So I guess that's the the only thing on here. Okay, great. Wonderful. Thanks, Ingersoll Lockwood, for wasting our time. Uh, Let me go back here. Let me see what the hell else is up here. Because there's a lot of other shit. Command A again. There's another one right here. It's just kind of weird. You just got to click on these things and open them in new tabs, and you'll see new shit pop up. Oh, now I can email Ingressole Lockwood, which I don't plan on doing,
3: so that's fucking gone. <laughs> um,
0: I if anybody cute... has a question for V, yeah, go for Or it. make feel free, guys. Um, anyone that has a this VZ website. Mic... If you press the middle button, we can call on you. Go ahead.
1: And it's got different stuff in here. Um, there's all sorts of weird stuff. Um, like they show the Bell Craft and a couple. I'm trying to remember where I found the Bell Craft. I gotta find it again. It was in here. If they still have it in here, I don't know if they still do. Um, there was another. You know
3: this is Small Business Administration, DARPA. Yeah, this is where i found it
1: like you could see the plans for the bell craft in here but you can also see also um some of the other things that's really interesting in here i found um alice in here alice is the quantum computer that the government has um they have connections to alice in here which is really weird um which is a scary fucking thought too nasa wow. offices Graham, why would this computers? be in the Inter-Soul yeah, Alice is the uh, quantum computer.
0: So there goes that Alice in Wonderland on some of the Artificial those
2: life intelligent Yeah, it actually stands entity. for something. It it stands yes. for artificial, artificial life. life intelligent computing entity. Yes. Wow, that would be on
0: the, stands wow. for the Q Drops talks about Alice.
2: Yep.
1: Um see like if you click on different words, they come up with a different line underneath them than everybody else does. Um cythriool is a leader in predicting, uh, predicting and, preventing- and preventing advanced malware attacks I mean all of this shit is weird. Why would this be on this website? It doesn't make any sense um predictive see how that the line-
2: dots next to it
1: yeah so that's this is a separate I gotta get it
3: shit i gotta do it again hold on
0: man hey j w do you have a question?
4: I do, but I'm trying to remember what you said that your grandfather was part of, um, it's kind of like the pre-CIA group. Uh,
1: OSS. Yep,
2: yeah, the OSS.
4: OSS. Wasn't George H. Bush part of that as well? And if so, like, did your grandfather have any information about him?
2: No. Um, yes, George Bush was a part of that, and uh, my grandfather never spoke about him. Whether or not he had information about it at all, I have no idea. But he stayed out of politics a thousand percent. He did not get involved.
1: He never talked politics.
2: Uh,
1: I at never all. I never heard the man talk about politics ever. He just talked about what happened in his life. That's yep. the thing he, he talked he about, he talked about
2: the war. He talked about what was coming. Um, he talked about what he went through. He never talked about what was going on right then.
1: So like, for instance, the Abraham Accords come up in the Ingersoll Lockwood website. Why? Why are the Abraham Accords in the Ingersoll Lockwood website? Doesn't make any sense. This is the type of shit that you find on this website. It's crazy. It's nuts.
2: But yeah, we found the, uh, the exact coordinates to the entrance to the Hollow Earth in Antarctica on here before.
1: And I'm trying to find that right now. I'm trying to find where that was.
0: Isn't there some on that site that talks about like technologies or whatever?
1: Oh, yeah, that, that's of what we're here. looking at. Defense advanced research I mean, right here. It might be gone. NASA, Office of Small Business, Serial, uh, Target Advanced, like Predictive, uh, Preventing Advanced Malware Attacks, the Abraham Accords. Why that comes up, I have no idea. From the US Department of the yeah. National Security Intelligence Agency, Insights in Applying Cybersecurity Expertise in Securing the Future, signals intelligence cyber security i mean you're this is all on that website go to ingersoll lockwood and just look it up you can look at all of this shit yourself you don't have to wait for me this is all there it's it's crazy like you open up secure secures another tab access cleanup what the fuck is access cleanup scion systems data protection
2: this is all technology based digital kingdoms so this is their new push because before they had a whole bunch of books on their required yeah. like re- reading lists, and it was all about uh required reading it was energy um based. hold on you see i think we, we still have, have the books uh, i'm just trying to look
1: for other little See, whenever it underlines something, it means it's something else. It's never the same thing. It's crazy. Like that S, it's the wrong color. What the fuck? How do you do that? Um, Ingersoll Lockwood, that's how you contact them. Any of these, these are all just different.
2: So some of the books that was recommended on here before is uh, Thorium, Energy Cheaper Than Coal by Robert Hargraves, Superfuel Thorium, The Green Energy Source for the Future by Richard Martin. The non toxic farming handbook and the regenerative grower's guide to garden amendments using locally sourced materials to make mineral and biological extracts and ferments. So it's really interesting that the focus, the different folks, oh, the made in the USA one. No,
3: I, I looked at that one okay. already. I'm doing um, that. The thing.
2: different focuses in this the, as it changes. Right now, it's obviously technology, AI, um, that kind of thing. But six months ago, it was uh, clean energy and growing your own food.
1: Wait a minute. Hold on. This is craziness. Did you guys see this? Yeah. Important first message for parents. This came out of the American Education Defenders. This is, again, linked to the Ingersoll Lockwood website. Quiet. So I'm going to play it. This will be the first time I've ever seen it. Uh, let me get the oh. volume on here
5: and get at their local. Here's how I help home educators teach values to their children values. They do not get at their local public school. But first, what makes me qualified to help? I spent 20 years of my life public speaking in high schools on the character and qualities of successful people in American history in order to prove that these same qualities already exist in these students, much to their surprise. But no one ever got around to telling them. (laughs) I told them with proof from my Amazon bestseller. I also spent 20 years helping high school students get accepted to colleges of their choice. After two decades, I came to a disturbing conclusion. Children today are increasingly unprepared for college and for life after college. Most children lack motivation and confidence, which are signs of low self-esteem. Just as teaching a toddler the meaning of look both ways before crossing the street, and that takes time to instill, so does instilling and developing good character. When do you conclude you've been a successful parent. Not right away, right? The same holds true here. Do not expect immediate and noticeable results. What we offer at American Education Defenders is part of a well-rounded upbringing of responsible and productive adults.
1: So yeah, that's all on the Ingersoll Lockwood website. That's, you You just got to go to Ingersoll Lockwood and look this shit up. It all exists. It's craziness. It's absolutely nutty. I I can't explain it. I, I, we, we went and looked at it for the first time and we were like, no way. There's no way that this is what this is, but that's what's on here.
0: Seems like it's a hidden puzzle piece.
1: Yep. Yes it does. And there's a lot of different things there's different things on all parts of this website that you can click on and find different things
2: about at. the issues that we are yep. facing in our world right now. But it's not just talking about them, it's solutions for them.
3: So,
1: I uh yeah, go check it out. It's not Because
2: that's that's where we that's where we fall short these days. We all, you know, there's literally a million podcasts, a billion podcasts right now. Um, a million Patriot podcasts and we all come out here and we talk about how horrible everything is and how, you know, everything's gone to shit. And are we in the end of times? Is this revelation? Should we waiting for, you know, that the rapture or Jesus to come back or aliens project blue beam, the real coming back. Who, Who knows? We all talk about how bad it's going, but we don't talk about how to fix it. We don't talk about,
1: no, we definitely don't
2: talk about that. Yeah we we don't talk about what to do yeah what do we do we can't just bitch about it all the time that doesn't do us any good
0: you know i my um, kids I've, I've I've been seeing this for a long time and the last time i said this i mean someone took it the wrong way but what i've noticed okay in the last 4 or 5 years have been an awakening like no other <clears throat> and what i've seen is These radical brothers and sisters of ours are so far organized that we had to get awakening to realize, holy shit, like seeing them burning down houses, buildings, killing Trump supporters, these people are so heavily organized, they have crime ballot harvesting families. They mm-hmm. have these nonprofit organization and they're supposed to be activist groups for the community. No, they're laundering money, which I'm not saying that's what we should be doing, but I think the Patriots need to get more organized. and it seems like we are so far infiltrated, it's to divide us. And you're absolutely right. We can't come up with solutions when there's so much noise, distractions, in fighting, dividing separation and, and people are not just, they're not coming together. You know, everybody wants to sit here and, and wait to be saved. But it's like, there's no one really coming together to connect. And um, if you, if you look at the founding fathers, they made one of the sacred documents by going to a pub, drinking beer, getting drunk
2: and when they having were having
0: least... conversation.
2: Yeah. When they were 18. I think the oldest founding father was 23, 25 maybe.
1: He was ancient. Yeah. No. Benjamin Franklin was the oldest. And Benjamin Benjamin Franklin was almost 38 at the time of the declaration signing.
2: Okay. Then the next one was 25.
1: I mean, Benjamin Franklin Franklin was the oldest one out of all of them. Yeah, but but
2: I want to say it like Sam Adams was like. He fucked
1: more than every single one of them did. Wow. That's true. I mean, like 85 (laughs) you know that weren't his kids supposedly bastard children bastard children well he believed in procreating with everybody literally anybody that like Mm -hmm. opened their legs and he was in there yeah in like Flynn.
0: it it makes sense why they would want to throw a a, a bioweapon out there and say six feet apart don't go visit your friends or family because they knew how powerful the awakening was and how we were waking up in droves that they wanted us to stop from having conversation. And that's what, exactly what, oops, go ahead.
1: What if it was more religious than that?
0: I mean, what, it, could, it, it could have been a <laughs> Luciferian thing.
1: What if there was more religious
2: intent to it? <laughs> Meaning like, <laughs> Hey, <laughs> I, I say this one all the time. So, <laughs> um Is that why you're talking out me right no. now? Okay. Uh, drink some beers. So, I, I don't have one. That's the problem. I think that the jab disconnects you from God at the genetic level, because if you break down what DNA means, break it down to the Latin root, <laughs> DNA is deoxyribonucleic acid. Dio is God. Oxy, X Y, it's actually one male, female. Um. Ribo is truth or translator, but in this instance, is truth. Nucleic is inside, and acid is fire. So, deoxyribonucleic acid (DNA) translates to the truth of the one God and the fire inside you. And then your ribonucleic acid, your RNA, is the translator to the fire inside. And your messenger RNA, your mRNA, brings the message from the truth of the fire inside, from the truth of the one God and the fire inside you to the translator, and back again. They've proven, we've seen the studies, that there is reverse transcription of your DNA. They proved that with the jab. Um, So that was something new we learned, but we already knew that. So quite literally, when you change the message, going to the truth of the one God and the fire inside you, you have disconnected yourself from God at the genetic level. You've cut yourself up in the source. Makes sense your microphone's off and yeah, then no. you had those priest monks in greece who said they couldn't
1: hear god for 30 or 40, 40 days, days and they, Forty nights. they couldn't
2: even enter a church they couldn't read the word of lord they they couldn't hear god they couldn't they couldn't even pray they physically were unable to pray for 40 you days
1: you knew that before they even made it aware that it was 40 days and 40 mm-hmm. nights that they couldn't enter a church
2: yep yeah because 40 days is a very very important time period So the most important
1: apparently, Mm -hmm. according to those above us. Mm -hmm. So,
2: um, yeah. So yeah. Is there a bigger plan at play? I think so. I think this is a a God and Satan thing. I think this is because while God created the Elohim, God didn't directly create us. There is still a God. There is still a God that created everything. Um,
1: we're just the middle of it. Yeah, that's it. We're the we're the pawn. We are the string. We're being pulled. We, and We're doing what we're told to do.
2: We there are angels, and the the thing that Paulo Biglini got the most wrong, which he got most things right, but the one thing he got the most wrong was that he said that the angels were the lowest cast of the Elohim, and that is not true. The angels are entirely separate. Um, they are more a interdimensional being as a, it were
1: a seer of sorts um, they are seers they are the, mm-hmm. the guys that can see the, the future the they can see the past they can see they the where you're going what you're doing yet they don't um it,
2: it, Th- they don't interfere unless they there's a lot of shit that
1: we've been told from a lot of different sources one of the biggest ones being is that god um and just like we've been told there, there are things that humanity has gotten right we've done a lot of things right as humans um they cannot interfere on our plane.
2: Unless, except in dire it circumstances. It be the
1: most absolute end of the world type. Like, like right now. Shit's going to go completely wrong and you're all going to die anyway. But they cannot interfere on in our plane. They can only mention, they can only suggest. They cannot, uh, demons are the same way. Demons
2: cannot interfere on our plane too, according to what we've heard. Demons can't do the same thing. And neither demons nor angels can possess you unless you give them explicit permission. You
1: have to give permission because if you do not get permission, they can't inhabit your whole body. Because they it's can't. free
2: will. It's a matter of free will.
1: And that's the one thing that God gave us that pisses every angel off and pisses every demon off is that we have free will. We have the choice. We have the ability to choose yes or no, this is going to happen to us. And without that ability, mankind would never survive. Like, we would just be
2: cattle. Yeah. Without before, without free will we would have we would we would have been we would be where they want us to be. They want to go back to the old master surf system where there are a few Elohim. They live about four thousand years on average. Um you according know, to what we've read. I mean I, I think probably, it's all a guess. Maybe but... Biden is an Elohim. I mean, he's been in the Senate for hundred and twenty years or seven hundred and eighty years or whatever it is. <laughs>
1: You Whatever know? he said yesterday, I,
2: I think. He, I think the last time he said it was seven hundred and eighty years, and I was like, "The country's only been around for two hundred fifty-six,
3: years.
1: so mm. uh, a little bit." Okay,
2: good job. Um, but uh, you know, uh, maybe Nancy Pelosi, because uh, I mean,
1: she looks like she's another time-battling yeah. moron <laughs> who's been sucking <laughs> adrena crone out of
2: children but so that she could stay in office. When you seriously look at it, look at our quote unquote elite, right? They're all uh, octogenarians. They're mm-hmm. literally twice our age and we're not young. And yet they, Biden aside, tend, tend to be in damn good shape. None of them got sick from COVID. None of them died from the jab. Of course, none of them got the jab, but you know they—they they obviously take their regular Adrenochrome because they—they're uh, still alive. They're still—they're still alive. They—they they look halfway decent. They—they um, they can usually speak, depending on how much vodka Nancy has. But you know,
1: or Biden has for I, that matter. Well,
2: I mean. Like I Depending said, what time it is?
1: If it's five o'clock at night, mm-hmm. you know, Biden gets punched. But they would like nothing
2: more for ninety percent of us to die, and the ten percent that's left to live in these smart cities where they can control everything we say, do, think. You'll have eat. nothing and like it. You will have nothing, and you will be happy, and you will eat bugs, and you will live in the pods, and you will like it.
0: Do uh, you think they got smacked in the face when the uh, the white hats? took down those, uh, guide stones.
1: Actually, I think they took them down. Actually, I, I, think, I, think, I think, I think, I think they we, took I them. I think we took them. No, down, so. I think they took them down. And the reason they, they took them down is because the plan was spelled out too well there. It exactly told you how they were going to do it. They were going to drop the numbers and, and we went to the guide stones. We did. We went to the guide stones before they were demolished. We went there when they were still standing and they were eerie when we went there.
2: And then yeah, she found a cold spot
1: on yeah. the fucking every single stone every, that was weird. Every,
2: every guy's stone right at about okay. hip level, so probably about three feet off the ground, had a a black spot about the size of my thumb. um, and, and the rest of, I mean, you know, it was like light granite, but a black spot on each of the stones and there were four stones. And when I put my thumb on it, it was cold. Even if this, and we went in the summer, even if the stone had been in the sun all day, the sun pounding on it, this particular black spot in the sun on the stone was cold. And I put my finger on each one of them because I'm a fucking moron. And, uh, And it was so weird when we were there, too, because I'm very tuned into animals, especially like I can always sense animals, birds, dogs, cows, horses, especially horses and dogs, especially. And the Guidestones are literally they were in the middle of nowhere. They're in Alberton, Georgia. I mean, there's nothing for miles They're on this big hill and there's nothing. There's pastures, cows, farms, farms. There's nothing. Um, And yet there's no horses. There's no cattle by the stones. They would not come. The the livestock would not come within three meters of the fence, like 10 feet of the fences. And, you know, normally livestock will come right up to the fence. They want to see what's on the other side, especially if there's people there. They, you know, they want treats or they've, you know, there's always better grass on the other side of the fence. No, these would not come within 10 feet of the fence. No birds flew overhead. I couldn't sense anything. It was like a dead zone. And when I put my finger on each one of these spots like I said, it was cold. And then I got this weird vibration up my arm where it was almost like getting like almost like getting electrocuted. Like you, you know, you touch something that's got, you get an electric shock and then you get that, that weird, like buzzing up your arm, like almost like a, through your muscles, like a tingling sensation, like, uh, Mm -hmm. but right. My arm felt like that for three hours afterwards, almost clear until we got back to the Yeah, and it was a four-hour drive home, almost all the way, into, um, almost until we got home. And we sat for lunch, too, so it was probably four hours. You've never college.
0: seen the, the drone fly over on the top, how there's, like, blood all on the top?
1: Never seen that mm-hmm. on top of the guide stones.
0: Yeah, I forgot the woman's name. Um, My friend, Mary Crowley, she interviewed her. I'll send you guys the, oh, I don't know if she showed it on that interview, but you can probably look into her interviews. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot who she was interviewing with before that, but she actually shows the picture footage of the drone showing the blood that's on the top. Wow. Like they did yes. some type of sacrifice on the top. Absolutely. Stone.
1: Well, well not the capstone me. had all the weird languages. It had Sanskrit, a 3,000-year-old dead language. Who even knew how to transcribe Sanskrit to write what they wrote in
2: 1977?
1: Yeah, who did that? Who even knew? Sanskrit was a 3,000-year-old dead language that nobody knows how to speak as of right now, as far as I know. We might know a little bit of how to read it, but we don't know how to speak it, and we definitely don't know how to write it.
2: And yet, they were able to transcribe in Sanskrit yes. on the Keystone on, on the, the top of the Keystone capstone. on top of the of the the guide stones. The
1: guide stones. I was like,
2: I haven't even figure that out. That doesn't make
1: any
3: sense.
0: Well, she I, breaks I... down how, like, Ukraine is tied to Georgia because Ukraine was once called Georgia and King, uh, Frick, I can't remember. King George was tied to Georgia as well. I mean, she goes really, really deep with those guide stones and, we have a researcher on um, the group that went pretty deep to where I will send you that speaking to your DM to where it almost seems like this guy played a part with the guy stones being built because um,
2: he knew too much.
0: He had so much unlimited money. You don't, money, don't remember it's his not name? Even funny. It wouldn't be RL, um, would it? R.A.
1: Christian. Christian.
0: Last name's Turner.
1: Uh, Yeah, Ted Turner. Yeah, We all think Ted Turner had something to do with it. Matter of fact, a lot of people have um, in the past, especially around there in Albertson, they have said that they said that uh, Ted Turner was the person who showed up. At the quarry that day and gave them the plans and told them how to build it and gave them the wooden box. He gave them a wooden box, like a diorama, and then he took it back from him and he burnt all the plans and he burnt all the, the diorama and everything else that went with it. And he said, you can never release my name. That's the only part of this that you can never do. And when they built the stones in 1977, and they put it up, and it was finally finally erected, and when it went to the public in 78, when it went live in 78, um, they just said that it came A, from R.L.
2: Christian. That's it. R.A. Christian or R.A. Christian, which sounds like Rosicrucian.
1: Which, yeah, if you say it really fast, it does sound like Rosicrucians, but it's not. And somebody had actually suggested because if you take the letters and reverse them it becomes fucking Ted Turner. No. Or no, it was something to do with Turner's. It had something to do with the Turner family. I don't know. It was like a father or brother or something or stepbrother of the Turner family. And they were saying that Ted Turner had something to do with the the Guidestones. I don't believe that. Um, I I don't know where the Guidestones came from. I don't know who this R.L. Christian guy is or R.A. Christian guy is. But I can tell you right now, they were weird and they're gone and it was really weird
2: since we'd been there and the time that they were destroyed. Um, well, it's it actually it was really weird the exact time that they were destroyed because it
1: was 17 months after we had been there.
2: Well, 17, nice. That's interesting. I hadn't. It was 17 months okay. since so, we have been there. But we were in Vegas with our friend that ended up not being with us anymore, but. We were in Vegas and our friend Justin was sitting at his computer. Actually, he was, he was actually looking at, uh, the, the Antarctica, um, we were looking at, uh, we were looking at the hollow earth entrance at yep. Antarctica because they had set up a campsite around it. And Mick went to take the dogs for a walk because we had the dogs with us. Cause we drove to Vegas, uh, from Georgia. It's craziness. Actually, we um, drove to Arizona we to drove to and then we drove to Vegas. But, um, and, and I went over to see what Justin was doing. And he's sitting down at his computer and he was a he was a big guy, like literally bigger than a refrigerator, He's like six four, six five. Like Justin was huge. And and I go up behind him and I I'm like give him a hug from behind, you know, and uh and I'm talking to him and you know, we're looking at this website, and I don't even know what I was saying to him. Um And I I don't even know how long we were there. Mick came back in at some point with the dogs and he went and sat on the couch. I just know that I was giving Justin a hug and it was like time stopped for a while. And both of our eyes were closed and I saw this bright light just get bigger and bigger and bigger behind our heads and almost like explode, like burst. And I felt this wave of energy go through, go through me, go through both of us. And I opened my eyes and I looked at Justin and I was like, did you feel that? And he was like, holy shit. Yes, I felt that. And then I looked over and I saw Mick on the couch and I was like, when did you get back? I had no idea. And that moment that that light burst behind us, that was the exact moment that the Guidestones dropped literally to the second. So
1: our next show was talking about how the
2: Guidestones were destroyed. Yeah. From Justin's living room. Yep. So, um, there, there is definitely something greater at play and, and we all, and, and, you know, we, we do it too. Every single day, Monday through Friday, we go on the air, 6 PM. We talk about all the crazy shit that goes on in the world. We talk about the news. We talk about everything. Um, mostly here in the States, but sometimes overseas, we literally talk about everything. And And it used to be really draining. And it used to be like, sometimes you're like, we just got to take a break. Like we got to stop. And I see, you know, I listen to other podcasters and I see them getting black pilled, And I, I, I know how hard it is. It it is such a weight on you for the longest time until you take that white pill. And I had to take it again. Cause like I said, when Justin died, it shoved that black pill right back down my throat. And, and it was, it was a long time. I mean, that was in July that he died and we're just really just starting to come through it. And, uh, but I had to take that white pill. That's the only way that you can get through the daily shit. And what's the white pill, right? So the red pill is when you wake up Well, the blue pill is, you know, obviously for the matrix, the red pill, the blue pill, the blue pill is when you're, we, you're in the matrix. You don't want to know. We call those people ostriches. Right. You know that the world's fucked up, but you're just going to bury your head in the sand and pretend like it's not happening and pray that it all goes away. And then when you take your head out of the sand, everything's going to be peachy keen and you're going to find your rose colored glasses and, you know, everything's going to be hunky dory. That's the blue pill. Um, I want to taste that steak inside the matrix again. That's the blue pill. The red pill is when you open your eyes and you realize that shit is not as it seems. The steak isn't real. Yeah. The steak isn't real. That's that's the red pill that everyone's been lying to you. All the institutions that you were raised to believe in, to trust, uh, to depend on, that none of them care about you, that really they're all out to get you. They just want to work you until you die and get the most productivity out of you until, uh, as they possibly can, until you get too old to be of use anymore, and then they're going to put you out to pasture and stick as many medications in you as they can until you die as fast as you can, right? That's the red pill. It's not real pretty. And then there's a black pill when you realize that it's not just that they don't care about you, it's that they're actively trying to kill you, that most of the world is really trying to get you, that the jab is a poison death shot designed for mass genocide, that they really do want to mutilate your children, cut their breasts off or, or cut their genitals off. Or make them think that they're gay so that they don't reproduce.
1: Or when you realize that they're just trying to kill your kids. Just simply just kill your kids because that's too many people on the earth. Mm -hmm. When you hit that point, that is your black pill moment. Then your white pill happens. Your white pill comes in several different forms. You can be told it. You can be talked to about it. You can find out about it. it. Sometimes you stumble on it. And then there's other times where literally they fucking walk up to you and they fucking deck you in your forehead and they say, hey, dumb shit, you've never, ever even looked at this. This is a possibility. Have you ever even thought about this? No. Okay. Well, then maybe possibly think about this.
2: So the white pill is God. The white pill is the realization that there is something greater at play. That there is a bigger plan, and it's not man's plan, and it's not Q's plan, although I do think Q's plan is divinely inspired. It's God's plan, and we are just along for the ride. And if we stop thinking so much and just get out of his way, then everything may actually be okay. That's the white pill.
1: And that's the pill that's the hardest to swallow.
0: That's killer. I like that.
1: Nobody wants to swallow that one because that means you believe in something that's not real and something you cannot physically, tangibly hold. Therefore, it's outside the realm of our existence in what we believe is human because it's not physical, it's not tangible,
2: you can't hold it, it's not there. It's, it's something you been, have to have faith in. It's what we've been trained in the last two generations to believe because before that, 100 years ago, 200 years ago, 1,000 years ago, if... If someone heard voices, spoke to angels, could tell the future, could find a missing child or even a, a, a missing. Evil. No, a thousand years ago, that, that was, considered was a gift good. from God. It was a gift from God. That was a gift.
5: No, no, no. But, I, I know it's evil. a gift, but now, 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 now if you talk to
1: God. Now, if now you talk to you're angels, crazy. You're crazy.
2: Now, now you're yeah. psychotic. Now you need to be on lithium and have electroshock treatment, and you know because that that's you're you're cra- there is no spiritual world that's what they have tried to make us believe for the past hundred years. There is no spiritual world, you're crazy.
1: How dare you believe that that's that's not what we've told you. we've told <laughs> you exactly the opposite. we've told you the truth that's what they tell us, but the truth is not what they've told us. The truth is actually the opposite of everything Of everything you've already learned. Yeah. So what you have to do now is discern through all of your bullshit, what's real, what's fake. And is that easy to do? No, there's no easy way to do it. You have to ask yourself, and I got to tell you, it comes down to true belief. And I am a Catholic, raised a Catholic. I was born a Catholic, raised a Catholic. I'm confirmed. I'm baptized the whole bit. I have my first I was like communion, five years old. everything. I am a hardcore huge Catholic, and I'm saying this I'm saying that there's something else at work here that we cannot put our fingers on, and there's nothing that we can touch. You can't explain it. I don't know how to explain it to people who can't see it themselves, but there is definitely something at work here, and if you can't see it yet give it five minutes just listen just wait because that is the biggest problem is people do not listen people are being told a message you're not listening the message how many times were you told that you weren't listening in total i mean in total (laughs) by 150. okay so (laughs) she was told that and you were told that by who gabriel okay so you were visited by a angel that told you 150 times (laughs) that <laughs> yeah, not not listening.
2: Listening. I didn't have faith that I didn't know how to listen. And I was like, well, then tell me how to listen. Just listen. And it took a long time for me to learn how to listen. I was like, I listen all the time. That's why I sit outside. You hear, but you don't listen. You need to listen. What does that mean? Well, didn't she hear when you were told not to take the jab? Didn't she hear Didn't you get that download about all of this evil that's coming? You heard then. Why just shut it off? Like, it scared me.
1: There's a lot of shit out there that a lot of people don't realize. Like, look, God, you know, I, I'm not a, I'm not a huge holy guy. I'm, I'm very religious. Don't get me wrong. I'm I'm very religious. I'm
2: more holy, less religious.
1: I am not holy at all. However, I can tell you this much. Um, being a guy that's been close to death on several different occasions. He's actually died. I I can tell you, I I can tell you the truth on this, that this is no bullshit. Like literally, um, there have been days that I have had the advanced foresight to say, Hey, look, don't go do that. Don't go there. I was, uh, in Aurora, Colorado Mm -hmm. the night before the shooting at the theater. And I was supposed to go to that theater that night because my brother was in the Batman movie that was premiering that night at the movie theater. I was supposed to be in that movie theater that that, that was premiering in Aurora, Colorado at midnight to watch the new Dark Knight series, uh, the one after the Joker. And that's when the guy stood up and shot everybody. That I was supposed to be there. I didn't go that night because by the time we had finally finished with everything I was doing out in Colorado, it was like eight o'clock at night and I wasn't about to drive three hours to go watch a movie. I was like, nah, I ain't going with you guys. When I got up that morning after the shooting had happened, I got to the airport and mind you, they hadn't said shit about it on the news. I got to the airport and this cop took apart my luggage right in front of me, like piece by piece. I'm watching him hold my dirty underwear in the air. I'm like, dude, is this really necessary? I mean, I'm sure everybody else wants to know my waist size, but I'm pretty sure you don't need to hang it out there for everybody else to see. And the guy said, no, there was a shooting last night in the movie theater. I was like, whoa, I didn't even know about this. What are you talking about? And he told me what happened. And I was like, oh, go right ahead. Keep going. I want you to hold everything up because I want everybody to know I had nothing to do with it. I wasn't there.
2: But you were supposed to be.
1: But I was supposed to be. And when I found that out, immediately I started making phone calls because there were friends of mine that went to the movie theater that night. And granted, they weren't Americans, but I was like, dude, you guys weren't in that movie theater, were you? No, we were right down the road. We were supposed to go to that one, but they were sold out. I was like, holy shit. And it was like Just little things like that, we don't listen to God telling us not to do things. There are times that He tells us all the time, Don't do that, or do that, or do that. You don't hear it because you're listening.
0: There is an inner voice, but some people ignore it because they're like, Oh, that's just my brain thinking, and it's like, No.
2: No. no that's
0: that's coming from somewhere special
2: yeah yeah when when uh so justin's funeral mick went out to oregon and um the funeral was the the weekend before his memorial ride um which was the first weekend in october and i was supposed to fly out because i couldn't leave the kids. And we have 22 animals on our homestead. Like I couldn't leave the kids and 22 animals for two weeks. It's just for 10 days. It just wasn't an option, you know? So Mick flew out. He went out for the full 10 days and I just went out for the memorial. And I was supposed to fly out of Orlando the Friday before the day the hurricane hit Orlando. And we yeah, Ian, the day Ian hit Orlando, my flight was supposed to leave that, that morning. So we knew that wasn't going to happen. So uh, Monday we saw the storm was starting to come and our 10 year old comes out to to, to me and uh, and he was like, Hey, and we hadn't really been talking about the hurricane. You know, I'd been keeping, uh, like I'd been looking at it and I talked to Mick the night before and I was like, maybe I'm going to drive if the storm comes, like I-, I might end up having to drive. Obviously I'm not going to miss it. I just don't want to risk, you know. Missing it because of the storm, whatnot. But we hadn't talked to the kids about it yet.
1: No. No. You also have to realize too, we've already gone through another oh shit moment because I flew all the way out there. I flew to Vegas. So let's count the times I went through TSA real quick. Okay. Now I am a Second Amendment lover. I love my guns. I have tons of them. tons of them. I have a lot of guns. Yeah. One of my bags, um, I packed.
2: No, when we went to Reckoning Fest, we went to Reckoning Fest yeah. in
1: Texas. And Lindsay, seventeen seventy six. I know she's in here. She'll she'll remember. I put one of my smaller pistols in my camera bag. My gun, because in, I
2: in my camera bag,
1: I, yeah. I You couldn't carry it there. And I was like, well, I'm not going to piss off Baby Trump. This is our first event. I don't want to piss him off. But I don't go anywhere unarmed. Everywhere I go, I go armed because I I don't understand why you wouldn't. Why not? If there's one person you want in that room to have a gun, it's me. And I'm pretty sure I can take care of whatever the problem is. I'm not worried about it. So I always go armed. Well, I went to Reckoning Fest. We had guns. Uh, We came back. We drove, though. So I flew out to Oregon. I grabbed the GoPro case because we were going to be videotaping this ride and everything else. We're doing a bunch of shit for the family. And we're videotaping the funeral and everything else. So I had a bunch of gear going with me. So I threw this bag in there. I didn't even think about it, right? So I get to Vegas and I land in Vegas. I get off the plane. I go to my hotel. I call her. I'm like, Hey, I'm going to the first dispensary I can find because <laughs> I was like, shit, you're in Vegas. When in Rome, you know, Yeah, you do like the Romans, you go to the first dispensary you can find. It's yep. legal there. So you can actually say, Hey, look, I, I, I want some of that sativa, but anyway, and then I want in the couch because I want to go to <laughs> sleep. So give me some of that into couch shit. And, uh, <laughs> No, that shit didn't work on me either. So yeah, just no, so you're aware of
2: Vegas, till like three o'clock in the morning, wide awake in the couch, it had the absent, <laughs> the Indic- opposite. didn't work for him, it didn't yeah. work.
1: So, uh, I'm wide awake and I'm sitting here and I open my bag and there's this note from Customs and Border patrol saying, Hey, we searched your bag. I'm like, well, that's great. I hope you didn't find anything because there's nothing in here to find. So I threw it away. didn't even think anything about it. Right. I fly from Vegas to Medford, Oregon, going through TSA yet a second time, um, bag gets searched again. I get up to Metford. I'm just sitting there going, what the fuck is going on? I got another TSA fucking, we searched your bag and didn't find nothing. No. Nope. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I looked at James. I'm like, geez, this is bullshit. Right? So I start opening up everything. And he's just like, Hey dude, we got to make sure we have everything ready for the funeral. Make sure all your camera equipment's good. I'm like, all right. So I start going through my camera equipment. I'm pulling cameras out and I'm making sure everything works. Batteries are charged. And I open the GoPro bag and at the bottom of the GoPro bag, there is a Glock 43 just sitting there as if I put it there wow. myself. It made through customs twice, TSA. through TSA wow. twice. Opened my bag and searched twice. my bag twice and never found the gun. Fully loaded. Fully loaded, my clip job. in it. With a magazine in it, ready to go. And I'm sitting here going. I look oh, down shit. and I look at James and I had this moment in my face where I went (laughs) and James is like what is your fucking problem you (laughs) retard I'm like look at my bag he comes over he goes holy shit and I was like yeah how did I get all the way to the west coast of the United States with a fully loaded gun
2: in my bag I mean it was checked but still Justin was looking out for you so Anyway, so- Tell first, me
1: God doesn't exist then. So,
2: So now I now there's another reason for me to drive because I want my gun home, because it's my gun. So a friend of ours drove from Oregon to Vegas, but then it's in Vegas. So, okay, so looking more like I'm gonna drive. And then on Monday, our 10-year-old comes out to me on the porch, and he was like, hey, mom, are you gonna drive to Vegas? And I was like, well, I was thinking about it, why? And he goes, yeah, you shouldn't get on that plane because we need you to come home. And oh, I said, wow. okay, well, then I guess I'm driving to Vegas. So,
1: <laughs> all right. She drove to Vegas and we drove back yeah, and we I made drove... it back in plenty yeah. of time. Actually, perfect time. When actually,
2: I, when I drove, when I drove out, I drove to, I drove to Janet's in Tennessee and I, I uh, deplorable Janet, deplorable nation. And I spent the night there. I spent like four hours there on her couch. And then I got up at two 30 in the morning and I started driving again. Um, and I drove for 24 hours straight and I didn't get tired. I stopped for gas and to pee, and that was it. Um, I didn't get tired. I didn't get loopy, and and then I I went back, and it was the craziest thing because I went back and I looked at my phone because I was I was either listening to podcasts or I was talking to people, and when I looked at all the podcasts I'd listened to, and the length of the phone calls that I, you know, that I'd made that I'd been on the phone for, it added up to a total of nine hours. But I was driving for 24 hours.
3: Where'd the rest of that time go? No idea.
2: Just gone.
0: I've been down them rabbit holes on the the
2: time. Slipping. Yeah. We call it time slipping where, where you, you pause, like time moves at the same speed for everyone else, but you are almost suspending time for yourself so that it seems like, like you're moving a lot faster. Um than everyone else so nine hours like what's what's nine hours for me was 24 hours for everyone else yep so that's was, that was crazy
0: oh, wow that's that's pretty crazy i know jw has something else she wants to ask you guys sure
4: well this went back to the georgia guidestones because Mick, mm. you mentioned where you thought that the bad ones did it and I'd heard recently, because at first when this happened, I was all excited. I'm like, yeah, but I've heard some other people talk about it. And recently I heard where someone said that the, the you know, the bad side did it to release negative energy. Is that what your thoughts are on that?
1: Well, actually, it was the point of the plan. Um, if we know too much of the plan. Okay, so it's just like anything else, folks. It's it, it's It's like if you knew too much of God's plan, you would fuck it up. Okay, Because you know what's going to happen. You already know where it's going. It's in our nature to fuck it up. It, it's just humanity. It's the way humans are made. It, it's, if we know it's going to happen, we're going to do everything in our power to stop it from happening. Why? Because it's just in our nature. See, because we know it's going to happen. I, Instead of letting it happen and figuring it out on the other end, what I find a lot of people like us on our side The folks that believe in all this shit, the folks that see this shit, they actually see what we're talking about. They say, you know what? I can connect with that. And I know there's at least 17 of you motherfuckers because 17 of you in the chat. So 17 of you believe that there's something going on, which tells me there's a one in three chance in America right now that all of you have felt this. We've all felt this. Whether or not you felt it, and you made you actually asked a question about it. That's where, like, I get a lot of people that ask me about the one hundred forty four thousand because I believe there's one hundred forty four thousand of us that are going to be left that will be the remnant that mm-hmm. will be the ones to carry on humanity
2: after the rapture, the ones to fight the demons, the evil that the the chosen ones
1: and that everybody are asks,
2: left behind to
1: everybody. To everybody fight. Asks, everybody
0: heard oops
1: no go on go on
0: i've also heard that from one of my researchers and she she goes really really deep on a lot of stuff um but through her decipher 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 some things i can't even talk right now um she said that the hundred and forty four thousand ties back to the dna Correct. Mm-hmm. It's the
1: remnant. It's what's left yeah. over. It's the humans that survive everything. But So yes, we're talking it, about, this the, is 100, 144,000.
2: It's not random. They're already chosen and it's based on blood. It's based on DNA. Yes. This is hundred
1: thousand oh, wow. people that have been chosen. And they've been chosen because basically they're 144,000 of the hardest motherfuckers in the
4: earth.
2: And the 144,000. Hold on sorry, Um, the 144,000, because we've been talking a lot about free will tonight. Those people have already, for the most part, given up their free will. Okay. They chose, we chose to come to this time in this place for a specific purpose. And regardless of what choices we make in our lives, the things that are supposed to happen to us, going to happen no matter what we do we can't stop we can't stop it so because you've already been told about it you're already you're already aware of the plan
1: so there's 144,000 of us that god has already reached out to and told them like look this is what's this is what's happening this is what's about to happen you have a choice you can either get on the bus and be a part of the plan or you can die with the rest of them now you have to remember, a lot of mankind has already decided, I'm, I'm going to die with the rest of them. Remember, who are the ones that are most likely to say, I, I don't want to die? The young men, the middle-aged people, everybody middle-aged. So if you take middle-aged out of America and you grab 144,000 of them, So then the question becomes, well, who from them are you grabbing? Because if you grab from the wrong side, you get a bunch of pussies. If you grab from the right side, you get a bunch of badass motherfuckers that want to kill shit.
2: It's not about what are you grabbing? It's not about that. Exactly. It's It's about about what's inside
1: you. Exactly. It's about what you have that you echo out that God sees that God says that's important.
2: politics is a distraction. The left and the right, all the games, all the stuff that goes on, they're all distractions. And that's why we don't get burdened so much with the vitriol and hatred and evil that permeates the world on a daily basis that we talk about and discuss and laugh at. And I mean, we, we go through it. We dive deep into it every single day, but we don't let us get dragged down into the depths of that evil that all of this bullshit comes from because we understand that it is all a distraction is it important in our everyday lives absolutely should you go out and vote next tuesday most definitely but is it the end oh, all be- yeah no that's, that's- any,
0: that that's another topic we can start on
4: <laughs> but that's it. a spiritual connection relationship with god that's what i believe
1: go. That's, that's all it is. That's, that's essentially what it is wrapped up in um, the tightest little bow I can give you. It is and you, believe it or not, every person, every single one of you, you have that connection. Whether you believe it or not is completely up to you. You have that connection, but it's up to you to make that connection. It's up to you to, and I'm not saying go to church. Don't get me wrong. I'm a fucking huge Catholic. You know, when the last time I was to church, Probably four months ago, at
2: at least probably six months ago, even. But
1: but that was the last time I'd ever been to church. And it's just because this new church, I really I don't I I don't see any any
2: part of it. You've come to understand, as I understood a very long time ago, that church that you can't find God inside a building made by man with another man standing up there telling you what to believe. That's not how you find God. You find God in the places that God made.
1: But that's not how I found God. So I'm confused how you depict every human being as finding God that
2: way. Not everyone. A lot of people find God in a book as you're raised. But actually, no, you didn't find God in a church. You found God in your family, which is something that God made. You found God in your family because your parents raised you Every single day, with a belief and faith and trust in God, you found God in your family. Well,
3: that's
1: true. But when I I, I talk about finding God, I'm explaining my adult reverence, okay, for the supreme being, mm-hmm. um, as I would put it, because that's there's not really another way you can put it. Um, when I found God, um, I was sitting on a shitter. No bullshit. I, I won't lie to you. I was literally sitting on a shitter. I was in the middle of Iraq A mortar round landed. It killed the guy in the shitter next to me. But in my shitter where there were holes that should have gone directly through my body, I was perfectly fine. And I stood there and I said, what's the difference between him and me with my pants around my ankles? Because I was literally (laughs) shitting at the time the mortar round hit. And my asshole was pretty. What's the
2: difference between him and you? You were chosen for a purpose that you hadn't yet completed.
1: Obviously, but it, it has to become self revel for every person who sees it. So just because you're hearing my story, you're probably sitting there saying right now this guy's full of shit. Fine, say it. Please. Oh no. So no. that's no no. no
2: no no no.
1: I I dare you do it because I've got shit that will even drive you even crazier than that. I've seen other shit that's even nuttier than that. What i told you is just the
2: the iceberg yeah
1: but what i ask you is this what i've said tonight is all based upon my belief and my belief is deep enough that i can say it and i don't worry about what you're going to say about me because i could care less but i can tell you this much if my belief is that strong in me and i'm not someone who's generally a strong believer in things of that nature um if i believe it and I believe it as strongly as I do. Wouldn't that tell you something about your belief and change the way you believe about
2: what you believe? Uh, no, no. They they can hear it from you all day long, but until they actually hear it from him, until they hear it from Gabriel, even That's true, I'll they, give you they won't believe it. I'll so, um, I give you that.
1: That's true. And I I was much the same way. I didn't believe it either it,
2: until you until you heard the audio that I recorded. You didn't believe it. Nope. So- Nope. No
1: belief. Nope. I thought you were crazy. You, heard, you
2: thought I was absolutely bad shit crazy. I thought you were a psycho. Yes, most yep. definitely. So
1: I was ready to bring you to a shrink.
2: Yep. Yep. So
1: I did not believe a part of it. Not a single part.
2: I know. I
1: know. And then she caught me on video. I was like, you motherfucker.
2: <laughs> you want to hear it? You you guys, you want to hear oh, Gabriel? Sure. You want to hear the audio of the archangel I, Gabriel I don't talking? I think we have it. Yeah, we do. Do we? Of course we do. Where?
3: Go for it. Give me
2: just a second. So a little it backstory. Play. This was the third time it'd be, it'd be an audio file. It's in there. It's on the, it's on the hard, it's on the desktop somewhere. Um,
3: Hold on. Let's
2: so uh, the third time that Gabriel came to me, the first time was, a, was very long. It was like three hours.
1: Find it. Cause I'm can't even see it.
2: Here. I'll just text you all quick. There you go. Um, The second time he came, I was really angry because I had no idea what was going on. And I, he was really pushing my belief system well past where I was comfortable. And I was mad about it. And so then he proved it to me. And then the third time he came, um, we were in the car on the way home from a friend's house. And there we go. Stop! 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 All right. Um, in in the car on the way home from a friend's house, and uh, about halfway home, Mick looked over at me, and I saw it wasn't it wasn't Mick anymore. And but I didn't want to talk to him then because the kids were in the car. So I said, "Wait till we get home." And I started playing the Struggle Jennings song, "God, We Need You Now," and like bellowing out at the top of my lungs, singing as loud as I could until we got home. And I sent the kids inside and I went to get him out of the car because um, he didn't—he wasn't moving. So I like, walked around the car to open the door and he, he couldn't move. Like he physically couldn't move. And so I was like, all right, we'll talk here. So I walked back around to the driver's side of the car. And as I was doing that, I pulled out my phone and I hit the voice record app, like the voice memo app. And I got back in the car and I put the phone face down in the center console so he couldn't see that it was recording and the recording ended up being 13 minutes and 13 seconds exactly so here you go is
1: that not crazy mm-hmm 13 and 13 like that I was like holy shit. mm-hmm
3: nuttiness
2: okay so tell me how it works
3: full control a while ago it's gone now you didn't listen i told you to listen you didn't hear you heard what you wanted to hear you believe for all of a day belief for a day is not for all of that of a lifetime Are there any questions before I leave now? There's a ton of questions. I'm sure there is, and there's none I can answer for you. Well, then why ask the question if you can't actually answer them? Because the question has to be asked. (laughs) That seems kind of pointless. That's for your lack of belief. Oh, I believe. Oh, I believe too. I believe you believe something that does not exist. What do you think I believe that doesn't exist? Me. God.
5: God doesn't exist? Is there beyond
3: your control? I believe you believe that. I think you proved
2: it to me pretty well last week.
3: Mm. 40 days and 40 nights. Just remember what that means. Just remember... I'm not bullshitting you. He's in tons of pain. He feels everything. I fucking feel everything. And I'm tired of feeling everything. I don't want to come back to him. He's been chosen for a reason. You've been chosen for a reason. It's up to you now to figure out what that reason is. I can only tell you so much.
2: What am I supposed to do?
3: Believe. Have faith. Believe in something you can't see, touch, smell, or hear. But believe he can. Not only he can, but the ability for him to understand even what is coming out of my mouth right now is a sign that it's more than what he sees.
2: Well, yeah, that's true. However, Did you heal him from the
3: death? I cannot carry on in the body I'm in, not without hurting him severely, and I'm not allowed to do that. Therefore, there's only so many times I can come back in this form. Everything from this point on will be something you've never seen before. I cannot come back to him. I come back to him again, he dies. Your call. No, no, don't, don't then. I definitely don't want him to die. Right now, I can't move anything of him past his neck. Because he's no longer accepting. So he's begun to doubt. He didn't doubt before. So what have you done to change his mind? I told him the truth and it scared him. You told him the truth about what? About you. About what you don't understand. I told them exactly what you happened. You told experience. him something you will never, ever, ever begin to even fathom. Something the Lord above hasn't even told you yet because you have failed to listen.
2: How do I listen?
3: Open your ears. It's all around you. You just have to listen. It's in everything you see, do, and touch. But you have to listen. You have to have faith. Faith in something more than you. Faith in something that doesn't even apply to you. All mankind is part of this. And is at the end of this. However, if you don't believe, all of mankind is doomed. You're putting the fate of humanity on my shoulders? On my ability to believe? He is. Do you think Mary had it any easier? He works in mysterious ways. That's true. However, however mysterious to you, however mysterious to me, he also has faith in mankind. But apparently that faith is waning. We done pissed him off. You've done something. And there ain't a soul that's going to believe you.
2: Of course they're not going to believe me.
4: They didn't believe Mary either.
3: Well, if you believe in that story, what's so hard about what I'm telling you?
4: Yeah,
2: I told you I believe you. You proved it to me last week. I question everything. I need evidence that you've Frickin' hit me over the head with it. You're still questioning. Well, today was...
3: He knows. He knows better than anybody else. You might want to think twice. He knows. Stop questioning. Why question something you know it's gonna happen? I can't think of one reason then again, I've seen more things you will ever see. Is the shot cutting people off? I don't have much more time. Are those really the questions you
2: wanna ask? If I have no control over what's going to happen, what's the, you told me you can't answer any questions about what's going to happen or what I'm supposed to do. So figured out really
3: the questions you want to ask me? Oh. Mankind's had so many more questions. Are we the only ones out here? Are we the only ones? Did you create
2: everything? I already know the answer to that question. Really? He did create everything.
3: For someone who doesn't believe as much as you do, I find that hard to believe.
2: I know we're all connected. I'm connected to him through that connection.
3: Yeah, but you don't believe that. I do believe that. Not in him either. Is the earth flat? As I said, your faith is misplaced place your faith where it belongs and as I said before that listen to what's being told to you you are the acceptor of all the truths of everything that mankind needs to know you will tell everyone that's up to you though. it's not up to him what am I supposed to tell them but you know is true.
2: Is it going to be the end or is it the beginning of something new?
3: Is that a question you really want to know?
2: <laughs> well, at least I'm getting somewhere. Yeah, it is a question I really want to know.
3: It's the answer I'm willing to give you.
2: Wow. That kind of tells me the answer then.
3: Ten years. Probably from a week ago two weeks ago your perception of time is messed up you'll have that when you jump into just some human he's more than just some human and you know it well yeah because no human can hear me without their heads exploding their chests imploding what's your name gabriel you have known my name Even though my name since the first day I was here.
2: I thought you were Michael.
3: (laughs) Not a big fan. I'm trying to stop Michael. What is Michael trying to do? What do you think Michael's doing? What is Michael known for? War. Plague, death, destruction. So one more time. What do you think I'm trying to stop? What do I do? What have I told you? Plus. It's all around you. He will tell you what to do. Only the unfaithful don't hear him. Obviously, the person I'm in right now hears him. Because if he didn't hear him, we would not be having this conversation right now. Because his head would have exploded and his chest would have imploded. Because that kind of happens when you talk to an angel. It's one of those things.
2: That's so I've heard. Although there's not much written about it because y'all don't come to visit very often.
3: No, but normally when we do, we're trying to ward off something really bad. Everyone's going to die. Well, it's up to mankind. Not everyone, but... Again, that's up to mankind. I don't have much time on What do you have left to tell me? What questions? Yeah. Go. I'll ask God my questions. Send my husband back to me. So, uh, pretty much, that's where that one ends. Um,
1: Yeah. With no big surprise there, but Yeah. Eventually, apparently, I come back. So Yeah. Normally, I I would fucking tell you that you're crazy because
2: there's no way that that was me. Um, In fact, well, he has no reflection of it. Um, And the first three times I played the audio for him, he couldn't hear it. The first time he couldn't hear anything at all. I couldn't hear me at all. The second time um, our, our teenager walked through the living room as I was playing it for him and he looked over and he goes, what do you hear? Or he goes, do you hear that? And our son was like, yeah. It's like, what do you hear? He said, well, I hear mom. I hear you. Screaming. Sort of, but it's not really you. And he was like, okay. But he couldn't hear anything. He couldn't make out any of the words. No, you couldn't hear anything. He could hear. You couldn't hear anything. And then um, finally, actually, I think the only time you can hear it, if I play it for him directly, like if I play it off my phone, he can't hear it. But if I play it, if we play it on on a video, on a a broadcast, then he can hear it. Because the first time you heard it was when I played it. The first time you heard it was when I played it on um the show we did with justin yeah so and i probably played it for you i don't know half a dozen times before that so yeah true that isn't that crazy (coughs) so well that's
0: awesome um before we wrap it up here i know we've been going on for a while i did want to talk to you guys about like where where our nation is (laughs) and as we know that the elections is coming up soon and tomorrow we'll have on professor david clements to go into that a little further it's kind of strange that on november 8th we're having a full eclipse and that block- as we can see these guys are already freaking cheating i mean <laughs> Did ballots you? are being sent in Pennsylvania. I mean, they're trying to rig it in Wisconsin and the judge keeps shutting them down. So where do you guys see how do you see November 8th transpiring?
2: You know, it's really interesting that on the day that Jesus was crucified, there was a blood moon, a, full, a total lunar eclipse on one side of the earth. And at the same time, there was a total solar eclipse on the other side of the earth. So where Jesus was crucified, there was a total solar eclipse. The sun was blocked out for three hours. And on the opposite side of the world here, there was a lunar eclipse, just like there's going to be on November 8th. I'm not saying there's, not as far something. as you know, there, at this time, there's not a solar eclipse predicted on November 8th. But if something like that happened, I mean, that would be seriously biblical. What do I think is going to happen? I think that People are going to vote red across the country, and when they don't win, there's going to be hell to pay.
0: Yeah, I can see that because they're already setting the narrative of. It takes days to count all the votes, so they're already setting it up
1: and the way we look at it too it's not based on that well solely right oh well you guys are republicans you guys have american flags in your background and this snake all curled up ready to bite somebody yeah um no no it's not because of that it's because i've already seen i can't stand republicans all of the precursors that show that like this is going to be really bad And on November 8th, when it's not really bad for the blue, and instead the blue thrive, that's when it's going to be really bad for the blue. Why is that? Because the red's going to realize that you cheated yet again. again, And now we've got you. We caught you doing it. You do realize that that speech last night, given by Biden, two nights nights ago, ago, Mm
2: -hmm. they, they, Impromptu, impromptu, off, off, the, off cuff, the cuff, but totally scripted. scripted
1: and on the cuff speech that Biden gave two nights ago. That was actually dropping orders to poll watchers
2: or poll workers, specific poll Think workers. about
1: what he was talking like about. Go the back. The ones
2: he called out. And here listen in to the speech.
1: He's talking to specific people. He is dropping orders in that speech. He's saying, look, we've got to keep these people away. Who are these people, Joe? What are you talking about? Why are you referring to MAGA Republicans and then referring to
2: these people? And the dark forces.
1: Are you trying to refer to the MAGA Republicans as the dark forces as the people that are going to try and steal the
2: election? And why would why would they why would he say that? we were going to contest the results of the election if every single poll has not just a red wave not just a red tsunami but a red flood coming here for instance why would we be contesting anything
1: and i bring today into question as the biggest part for instance so yesterday if you remember if you started out yesterday at the early morning hour like i did at 5:30 in the morning you were aware of the news in which case that Carrie Lake in Arizona had just taken an 11-point lead, an 11-point lead. So now we're out of that margin of error. So if you think of a margin of error, five points below and five points above zero, okay? Total number, you're talking 10 points, all right? Carrie Lake just took an 11-point lead over... Katie Hobbs. Katie Hobbs. So now she's five points above that window that yeah. could be considered an error. So on Tuesday, November eighth, when we all go vote, Tuesday night when you all are sitting down watching your perspective podcasts or listening to your we'll perspective, be, we'll be
2: live streaming folks, until we will be live streaming until the end long. of time.
1: Um, I I can tell you this much: one thing you're not going to hear that night. Is that Carrie Lake won in Arizona?
2: In fact, I bet you'll see the results come through as Katie Hobbs 53 percent for Katie Hobbs and forty-seven percent for Carrie Lake. Why do I say that? Is,
0: isn't it funny that they they called? What was it a week or two ago? They called Katie Hobbs win. Yes,
1: and they, yes, exactly, That's exactly what I'm referring to. to 47. Fifty-three to forty-seven. Exactly. Carrie Lake just put that up up. last night on her website and said fifty three to forty seven, huh? Looks
2: like it's gonna be me, not you, bitch. Well, we'll see. I don't know. We'll see.
0: Yeah, I I just hope Space Force and the military is really watching, um, because
2: don't you can't count on
1: guys well you'll get that out of your mind right now it's not yeah. the military it's no, us it's, it's us.
2: us you can't count on the it's military. us remember think about back in, left the day. in the military They've... think about back in the
1: day back in the day military used to mi- literally mean the actual literal literal world that was used for military. military back in the day was militia okay militia the definition of militia is essentially Farmers with pitchforks who stood up to fight for their country. It's your, it's your neighborhood watch with guns. So think about this. Replace military every time you hear it in the Q post with militia. How does that change the Q post for you? Mm. How does that change the way you look at it? Because now it doesn't mean military anymore. Now it means the people. The we, militia is the, the people, only option. The militia is the only option. It's not military, it's militias what they mean.
0: And in our constitution it says we have the right to over to fire a government that is um, the militia not doing does their job.
1: Not the people Literally. the militia has the right to fire the government that is not doing their job. The militia, not the people.
2: When tyranny becomes law rebellion becomes duty. Thomas Jefferson. My t shirt says
1: it's all about the militia. It's always been about the militia. Q was talking, referring to the militia as the people. He was not referring to it as the military. Get that out of your mind. The military, their sole responsibility is the commander in chief. Trust me, I was there for 21 years. They take orders, they follow orders, they do what they're told to do. The commander in chief right now is Joseph R. Biden biggest retard I've ever seen in this country, the one person that shouldn't even be in charge of a wet dream, he is in charge of our country right now. This dumb son of a bitch just went on the air last night and threatened every single one of you and said, look, so be it if you all decide to rise up. God forbid you do, though. What then, Joe? Nobody asked that question because everybody that was in that press pool was already on the take. They already know what the answer to that question is. So that's why they didn't ask.
0: Since, okay, you're military. <clears throat> so if we go back to allegedly Sleepy Joe's inauguration,
3: go on, Mike. This
0: man was driving around and beat up vehicles with fucked up Hobcats. Yep. Uh, allegedly came in, uh, he came know,
2: in on a, on a private plane. He did not come private in. Plane. Mm-hmm. Yep. Then, uh, he was, he came, uh, uh he was sworn our in
0: military, our military turned their backs on him. Mm-hmm. The one head national guard guy was on, uh, that newscast and he says, this is, we're here for, uh, peaceful transition to power to the military. Now mm-hmm. And you can find that. So, would he get court-martialed and be in a lot of trouble if he made that wrong slip-up? Mm-hmm. Yes, he would. Set?
6: Yes, he would. He'd get shot. Let me say good evening.
0: I think Joe Biden is our commander-in-chief. And if you go to Nancy Drew's video, when she went to the White House uh, Visiting Center, that plaque where it shows all the presidents to start and the end. Yep. It went all the way down to Trump and it says 2017 and there's no end date and there's no bite.
1: Because she took that video prior to the January 6th, uh, deadline of when, uh, that video was taken prior to January 6th. No, no, no.
2: It was taken, it was taken after January 20th. But if you remember, because I even mentioned it, um, on the show afterwards, because I went to- Oh, I that's the kid right, into because the you asked me about military said, buildings. And I said his picture, Joe Biden's picture wasn't up in, yeah, in the military clinic. It takes clinic. about, it takes and about I, a month it, for it, that it can You said, actually, it can take up to six months yeah, in can. some of the smaller buildings. So in D.C., it can take up to a month post-inauguration for the pictures to get changed over. In the, the smaller buildings, you know, the, the military clinics, whatnot, it can take six months, sometimes a year for that stuff to go up. So, um, six months generally. So
1: normally they try to do it as soon as possible. But one of the big things, one of the big things that caught me off guard because you're going down this road. So I, I got to ask you the same question. Okay. I, I was, uh, I was on AMP, um, American media Periscope, uh, with Josh Reed, not too long ago. This afternoon. It came out at eight o'clock today. No, that uh, the was one a couple the weeks one ago. Before. Okay. Yeah. We were on with a guy by the name of Derek Johnson, and he has, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that the guy's <laughs> he's an idiot. A he's, he's a good dude, I'm sure. I'm not saying that he's an idiot. I just don't agree with what he's saying. All of this okay?
2: information, we were there two years ago. We've already been there. We've been through all of it.
1: We were there January 6th. We were on mm-hmm. the ground January 6th. We were there. We saw what happened. We know what happened. We know it's not bullshit. We know that that actually took place. Hey, However, they premiered me in their movie. However, what they're saying or what he was referring to was the belief that Donald Trump is still in charge right now. So I have to ask you this question. If you believe along the same lines or if you believe that, right, that Donald Trump, that Donald J. Trump, our 45th president of the United States of America, is still in charge right now. And he's let you and I suffer like we have. Now I have a serious question for you. Why are you going to vote for Donald J. Trump in 2024? Why? He let you suffer for fucking two years. Didn't give a shit about you. Who the fuck are you? Why do you think you can overthrow him? He doesn't can I give answer
6: a- that question? Go yeah, for it. No, please. go for it. Can I, can I ask a question?
1: Shoot what what time does the constitution say that we inaugurate our president president because i'm pretty sure it says noon not 11 46 in the morning correct no actually it says noon and it is march it is not january because originally before daylight savings time and who is the one that came up with daylight savings time babe Rockefeller. benjamin franklin thank mm-hmm. you for being stupid but You're anyway welcome. for participating in tonight's okay. game i have a a, a parting gift No, I'm joking. But anyway,
2: no, Benjamin Uh, Franklin- Are you right, I'm sorry, it was the Rothschilds because Benjamin Franklin was a Rothschild. Thank you. My apologies, I would get them confused. (laughs) Well, I just asked you to be accurate. I apologize. So
1: Benjamin Franklin came up with uh, daily savings time and that changed obviously after 1776, in which case everything became an hour, but it wouldn't change the fact of what took place and when it took place. It would not change a day and time period specific, a time group housing, at one point. All it did was push everything back an hour, so big deal. Okay, who gives a shit? It wasn't around back then, but it doesn't change the date and time period in which it took place. What we know took place on those dates, we know exactly who was killed, we know exactly how many people were killed, and where they were killed.
2: Okay, well, we're not talking about anyone being killed, we're talking about Joe ba- Biden being inaugurated at 1146 instead of at noon.
1: No, but I'm talking about the Constitution. But was the The Constitution even- that was... Finally ratified in 1893, which would have been the one that
2: we're talking about. That's exactly what I just said. No, I said 1893.
3: 1793. (laughs) 1793. It would have been 1793.
1: I love fucking with you. Anyway, that constitution that was ratified did say 12 o'clock noon, and whoever that was that was just speaking, he's absolutely right. It Mm -hmm. did say 12 noon, not 1146, and that's where you and I have the biggest issue with the inauguration because according
2: to that – our watches were reading eleven forty six in the United States. We don't even know that he was inaugurated on that day because we actually had a friend that lived just a couple of blocks away that took a picture. That, no, no, no. Had a literally a a a like a a zoom. Um,
1: oh, the video camera. Like yeah, a, yeah, a super tell, zoomed tell, in. Tell, tell, yeah, telescoping lens,
2: lens yeah. like video camera. And he tried. He took tried to take video of the inauguration from his apartment because he can see it perfectly the thing is the the sky was different the wind was totally i
0: heard the same
2: different. thing mm-hmm. and we have we, and we had the actual the video of from his apartment it was all,
6: edit, it was all edited for optics
2: mm-hmm. yep and
6: Biden then you had is the, not biden's the, not the sitting president he's there to little wake little up little. the muggles But, his but job uh, is to show them what they so wanted they wanted I, to have that have type of government you.
1: I agree with you, but the only problem with that is it's been two years now.
2: But see, I see.
6: i in Let me I walk you through this real, real quick, and point. I'm not. I don't. It's you could get not. into conversations about politics because to me, it's good and evil. It's not Republican, Democrat, or nothing like that. Yes, you're on not- the right side of history, or you're not. Republicans, you're obviously, right you're not.
3: Same so what word. What happened
6: was because Biden never actually got the football. Okay, mm-hmm. he never got it. Trump nope. never conceded. That's because there they they were three broken arrows unaccounted for. They had no idea where they were or who had them. So to protect and limit any, if all, collateral damage, they agreed to this bullshit with the uh, Truman Show idiot running the bathroom stalls as president. They had to show the rest of the people what was going on. They had to wake them up. They wanted oh biden we need we, we hate the orange guy that's because he was busting all of them for raping children hey that's you're, they, you're that's what they hated
1: you're a former air force guy aren't you
6: no i'm 95 bravo military police
2: holy shit. all right <laughs> hey
1: another army guy
6: look okay. at this
2: shit. i love so, that yeah so we oh, make okay a- we have hold on a second so do you, do you guys with hold with on hold on a second do yeah. you guys
3: agree that 99% that Biden did not get inaugurated yes. on yes. the correct time. No, he
6: did not, yes. He, yes. he did no. not, I, that was all done with the help of President, what's that fool who dressed up like Medea?
5: Yeah,
2: like right, Biden the skirt. is invalid from the get-go, he, okay, he was inaugurated. Okay, okay, so, but this fact makes Derek
3: Johnson's theory possi- possible, correct,
2: no. that we have Two presidents. Oh, one is know, the fake know. one on TV. That well, okay. Um, well, and I don't. The reason why
6: Trump is not making I don't think Trump a is physical president. attempt to change anything at this point is because they're still missing maybe one or two broken arrows. You do understand what that means.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So a broken arrow is a lost nuclear weapon, yeah. just so you're all aware. that's know,
6: so they haven't been able to find it yet. Exactly. Once they curtail all this other rigmarole, and lock these idiots up for all the children they've raped, murdered, eaten at Jeffrey Epstein's island. That's what all that shit is about. Mm-hmm. It's all about the missing children. This has nothing to do with politics. This is an intra-dimensional war with regressive alien species that landed on this planet before Roswell, New Mexico. That shit really happened.
2: We, we talked about that What's like name, in the sir? last hour, sweetheart. What's your name, sir? Um,
1: What's your name, sir? My name is Astreos. Hey, y'all just need to listen to
2: him. Any more questions, okay. just ask him. He, all right, He's here, got here's us. the deal. So Mick got a phone call on, was it the 18th, January 18th? Uh, just before the inauguration, right? Well, because I
6: was there for the January 6th March. I was there. I saw the whole thing from day one.
2: We, yeah, we, we were there too. But Mick Mick got a phone call because we all thought, we thought that at the inauguration, oh, that oh. was when... They, because everyone was gonna be there all at once, and that, that was when all the everyone was gonna get perp walked out of out of the inauguration. That was when it was all gonna go down. It was all gonna go down on live TV and Trump was gonna take back his presidency. Okay, this that was that was that was the plan. Sense. That was the idea. Yeah. That was that that made sense. Mick got a phone call the night two nights before. Two nights before two nights before. Said it's not gonna happen. Not gonna happen.
1: Why? None of that's
2: happening. Because Exactly what you just said because of
1: everything you just said,
2: because of the broken arrows, because yep. there were,
1: there's still things that are unaccounted for that they're still trying
2: to find total anyway. So, and basically they gave Trump an ultimatum. They said, if, if you come in and arrest them, we'll set off this web this nuclear bomb somewhere in the United States. We're not going to tell you where, and you're not going to have enough time to figure out where. So either you leave it alone or we're going to just decimate millions of people. I'm gonna disagree there, there too. To to this this Talk. was the, hold on this this was hold on. This was a phone call that Mick got from a very credible source with placement and access inside the inner circle. If you guys follow our show at all, you know that Mick has some excellent sources from all of his time in the military and everything that he's done. We put out information six months to a year before you hear it anywhere else. And we've been proving. Uh, I'm I'm so sorry. For InnerSurfs to put out information that's not supposed to be public or it's not public knowledge, it's illegal to do that.
3: So. (laughs) One second.
0: One one, one second. Uh, I'm going to stop the recording and we can continue on with the conversation. And I